You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is 5:45. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's here too. This is the morning sickness and off we go for another glorious day here in paradise. And hopefully you're all uh, enjoying the start to it and we'll get you through as best we can. It's been a very confusing time here uh, last 24 hours at KUPD at our, at our business. And I can just start it all off by saying it's disappointing that I can say this, but I have to say it first. Uh, our stupid golf tournament, <laughs> and I call it that because it's been nothing but stupid this year, is canceled. And that crushes me deep down inside. If you're a client who's gotten involved in the golf tournament, expect a call and uh, an offer of your money back. First of all, thank you <laughs> yeah, for the years yeah, past. Exactly. Lines for, uh, lines for refunds begin. Uh, I'm just going to say it's drug-related. We have a drug problem in the building. I don't know. We have a cocaine issue from our lawyers and our uh, head honchos and our bobs and everything else. There's a cocaine issue because... Look, everybody deals with this. Everybody knows how difficult everything has to be in the year 2023. And I swear to God, putting together a charitable golf tournament, some I'm going to just spill the beans on it. I, it this, is, this is what I've been dealing with. On, and it's ancillary. Nobody wants me in these meetings. Nobody calls me up. I find out later, well, we're struggling with this. They just don't want me because of this, because of this right now. There we go, Jim. John's going to stay. We don't want John to stay. So initially, I was told that there's more uh, insurance issues, and a lawyer's got a hold of papers. Oh, man. I'm going to start turning into Adam Crow. Nah, lawyers got a hold of the goddamn program, and the next thing you know, we're in offices with lawyers telling us that if there's an active shooter on the golf course. And that literally was one of the things that I heard talked about. What if there's an active shooter on your golf course? And I'm like, do you think insurance is on anyone's mind if there's an active shooter on a golf course do you think everybody's gonna hope we're covered did you do a pro review no one thinks of their insurance policy but lawyers <laughs> but their but worst lawyers. case scenario they that's how are. they roll so then you know i being the dumbest guy in the room at all almost at all times said uh so if we're saying that there could be a horrible incident of some sort on the course and we don't have like a mini mash unit set up just in case can't they sue around that like and say, well, they knew that there was a possibility of this, and I didn't see one sniper on a building. Or Shouldn't we just have the place decked out with military, EMTs, a small hospital? Like, Isn't it? Uh, and everybody's like, I, I don't know. It's just the way it is. I'm like, oh, my God. So paperwork for that evidently takes 12 weeks <laughs> to say we need liability insurance. It turned into a mess. And the folks at Talking Stick were so kind. And McCormick Ranch got involved, and they were great. And then all the people that worked really hard here. It's truly just a big, dumb, faceless moron called lawyers that said, nope, 
We can't get the papers done in time for your golf tournament. It's too dangerous, golf. So having a golf tournament on a golf course means you have to have some sort of, like, special permit. And to me, I'll, uh, you can explain it a thousand days in a row for 24 hours a day, and I'll never understand how a golf tournament on a golf course needs a special permit. It seems to me golf on a golf course is self-explanatory. It seems to me... And you're looking around and like, there, there's tournaments happening every, every week. weekend. My friend uh, about uh, four months ago had a, a relative pass away from cancer and did a golf tournament in about a month and a half. Did they have snipers set up no, and uh, no, the no, Hawkeye uh, and Pierce, uh, you know, no, set up? And here's the reason why. They never called a law firm to say we want to button every, we want to cover every base. Because the second you tell lawyers, hey, I want to cover all the bases, they're like, oh, right. All the bases? What if an alien landing happens? We need insurance for that. So you have a bazooka that shoots golf balls. <laughs> oh, man. And then you get into that. Forget it. It just got to the point where I'm like, light the building on fire. We're done. So there's a bunch of people in our building that were remarkably busy, and it turned out for nothing. It's like you, I I picture it like you go into a checkout at whatever store you're at, and they're like, you'd like to put on this uh, charity event? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. No cost for this. (laughs) Right, yeah. This uh, company that you're trying to help, the Humane Society, right? Okay. That'll cost you $38,000 to we're going to lose. We, we would lose. And not only that, you got to take money out of the charitable donations from listeners yeah. who are trying to do, going? A, do the right thing to make sure that an active shooter pause possibility is covered. It, it, the whole, it, it, it all got lost. What happened, Al? You know, what we complain about all the time, uh, which is like charities that just do things and then where'd the money go? We became that. Like in a minute. We became the uh, Humane Society's not going to make a penny because like, we're paying for all this stuff. That's so, why good charity events, people get paid, exactly, not charities. That's exactly right. <laughs> CEOs of charitable events are in <laughs> amazing houses, and you can't figure out how a, something called nonprofit is so goddamn profitable. Brandon wants to know, was this uh, presented by Dave Dreamin? The heat stroke, now canceled. <laughs> because of heat. Exactly. We'll take it. We deserve There's the other it. Thing. There's another argument that was made. It was like, well, heat stroke open. What if somebody uh, has a heat stroke? I'm like, well... Isn't isn't there like some sort of Latin term for knowing what you're getting involved in? If well, yes, could... there is, and they're real quick to answer that with like a blah blah blah, latimus mucamus, and I'm like, okay, is, so that's that's a real thing that they know going to play at one o'clock in August, and something called the heat stroke open. There's a possibility that if they don't take care of themselves, they could get into trouble. We're going to do our best to have water available. But everywhere. you're encouraging it with yeah. a name. Well, you're, you're actually wanting heat strokes. I'm like, I personally, yes, but that. <laughs> <laughs> like that the, is not the reflection right. of the state. Yeah, I, I've been dreaming of that for <laughs> 10 solid years that somebody drops out and we have to, like, revive them. That's the goal. So far, we haven't even really had a hot day. Like, the worst one was, like, 105. This year, we were cruising towards another 110. It was going to be we had awesome. a few people napping, but that wasn't because sure, of the heat. Sure, I mean, You feed them beer and then put them in the sun. Do they understand the risk? I'm like, it isn't for brain-dead human beings. It's They, they get it. They're signing up. They're having fun. We're... So we can't we can't have fun. Well, no, we're lawyers. We ruin that. We immediately ruin fun. But we have a water sponsor. We got all this water it's here. Everywhere. We got, we got, oh, uh, and we've got we've got more electrolytes than you can. Oh my god! Yeah, these are well satiated human beings. Now the beer thing, sure, we're going to get some people plastered. But so far, so good. 
So I, it just got to the point where everybody's looking around going, this thing's costing more than it's – and it's all going to crush any donations. And that's not fair. And I know this sounds really bad, but it's true. That's not fair to the, to the golfers who are covering their nut for golf and then all the extras go into the Humane Society. Well, not anymore. So you guys think you're – and it, would, it truly would have been you thinking you're giving to a charity and absolutely nothing's going to the charity. And that's horrible. We don't want to do that. That's exactly the fight we fight against is trying to find – like, you know, the, the thing with the, the water on Thursdays is so great because it's water and then we give them water. There's no middle that says we can sell this and make some cash. Or we, uh-uh. It's water that Brett collects that you guys give us that we give directly to the charity. I, I just hate being part of charities. I did it with that stroke association. I didn't really – years and years ago running those marathons. And we went to Hawaii, and, and it opened my eyes in a huge way. I thought everybody felt, felt the same way about charities that I did going in, which is like, great, this is going to help. And we went to Hawaii and had a party, and I'm like, this is amazing. And the lady at the end told me, geez, this is, we're getting our asses kicked on this. And I'm like, how so? And she goes, well, this whole thing cost about 8 or $9 million. There's about $10 million total in everything after we pay everybody, and we only raised seven and a half. And I'm like, you raised $7.5 million on a single event, and it's a failure? Yep. Oh, my God, what am I part of? And nobody's getting any cash? No. no. no the, the charity just kind of get it, got its name out there. It More people are aware. It was to one for the, the cost. Yeah. And it was a beautiful event. And, then, it start, and then, then my eyes opened up. I'm like, I'm at a gorgeous resort on the island of Hawaii. And, I mean, that Hilton there is amazing. And, I'm like, and there's a lot of people here doing the same thing. And now it's starting to make sense to me. I'm looking at this like, how in the world? Did, wait a minute, all the money went to this. The party, remember the party? Oh. Oh, it was luxurious. 4,000 people. There were, and the one thing they got for free was my dumbass hosting it. And I didn't even know I was hosting it till the day of. Maybe we should do it old school and do a $2 drawing at the van you know every what? morning. And, you know, I mean, it seems like the legit ah. thing to do. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> hey, all right, let's, let's go to the Pratt Metal Clinic, baby. <laughs> So I will entertainment. I don't want to be Pratt <laughs> no, and no. tell you that your money's going to charity when it's going to pay lawyers. It just isn't. And this, trust me, I'm not the knight in shining armor that saved the day on this. I, we tried real hard to get it together. We tried real hard to just have the event. I'm not the guy that said, I just morally can't tolerate this. Uh, in the end, it just became what it was. And it, it fell apart on its own. But in a way, I'm happy because the money that anybody would have spent helping us out wasn't going to the thing we were saying. It was all going to these fees and this garbage, and it truly is garbage. I'll wash my hands of it if, uh, in a year. We find out this Operation Hydration. You could drown somebody. Right. Well, we did think about that. Uh, the people you're giving the water to aren't exactly uh, in the best condition, and they may be slamming waters into their throats, and then you know, like chickens in the rain, they could just drop dead from the water you supplied. We need $80,000 immediately to cover the deadbeats that are drowning from the free water. Man, you better watch that homeless guy that you uh, gave water to the yeah, other day on your bike. Him. He can come back after you. John, it's Bob McBob, the lawyer. I just wanted to let you know, uh, Arizona's perilously close to a few bodies of water. Um, some of your listeners may be laughing and walk into that water. Do you feel responsible? $80,000 we can cover. Thanks, Bob McBob, but no thanks. It's a golf tournament. I thought that would be easy. God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> it was for eight years. 
eight or nine yeah. years or whatever. And you know why? I mean, we <laughs> never contacted him, which evidently was a bad idea. You what? We, we essentially have been getting away with murder on this thing for the longest time. Do you have a tournament in, in the summer about, well, um, get my sticky paws on that. Bob McBob. I'm a Esquire, by the way. Oh, great. You still use that crap. And I never got to speak to a lawyer. I just got everything coming at me secondhand. Well, this guy's doing this, and this is... Lawyers and insurance. I heard Trip on the phone going, it's a golf tournament. What's wrong with that? Like, he didn't... Nobody understood what was going on, but we got lawyers involved. Bottom line is never get lawyers involved unless... They want to promote their firm. Why for your family? That's it. That's essentially it. Why protect strangers? It was weird. So, uh, heat stroke open 2023. Uh, unfortunately, eats. We're, we got, and Brady, you had a good idea before we went on. We got to come up with a way to get the Humane Society cash and do it grassroots. We got to come up with a new fun thing to do so that Humane Society, they're the losers in this. Well, they're the ones that were supposed to get all the stuff. People were really happy. And we raised like a ton of money. I think it was over $30,000 last year. And that's about, it's almost like the lawyers found out how much we gave the Humane Society. So that's, uh, how much did you give them last year? It was like $31,273. Oh, ironically, that's the exact amount of money you're going to have to spend <laughs> for a... Um, that's three active, days of billing. <laughs> the active shooter policy. I've never once, like, I when I think of the Mandalay Bay shooting, which is what evidently sparked all this stuff, I, ne- I don't think anybody down there at that concert was thinking, oh my God, my policy's, it's not... And I don't think anybody watching it went, I hope everyone's insured. They just knew this is a tragedy that's unpredictable, and no one can foresee that kind of lunacy. And then, But boy, oh boy, man, you talk about insurance policies and lawyers getting together going, there's another revenue stream to scare the hell out of everybody. Brett, I know it's a, not a big deal for you, but I'd like to apologize for the... Or to the Arizona Mills. We'll never do an event there. There's just too much danger. danger. They have days that they cover for (laughs) inactive shooters. I mean, there are guys who are like just shooting in a lawn. You know, there's people on staff at all times there. Days that aren't having active shootings are the strange ones there. They have lawyers for that, too. So anyway, and again, if you're a lawyer, good work. But knock it off. Please, for God's sakes, would you stop with the... Should hire Jason Aldean for this. You know. <laughs> yeah, we should have tried that Not in our, our town. Do you have that plan? Good. No, I'm no, glad I you don't. Find it. I turned it. No, don't find <laughs> it. It's okay. Try that in a small town, lawyer. So I don't know. Brett, uh, don't mention West Side. You're going to West Phoenix. Yeah, <laughs> it was a it was a sucky day yesterday when it all finally was just clipped. But it's looked bad for about three weeks, and then you start hearing how long it's going to take to get a. It's like we were asking for passports for everybody. It's like twelve weeks. Twelve weeks. You guys have your own rules, and you can't even get your own papers together. Twelve weeks. We need photos and fingerprints of everyone. Twelve weeks for what? Twelve weeks to get everything in an order. Everything was in order until you got here. We had this. Twelve weeks. <laughs> I hate you. Well, it's not even in our. And then it's not even in our hands anymore. It's now it's in the insurance company. Oh, the second worst group. And I've always said this: we need insurance. It's an important thing. But has anybody else noticed that every commercial on TV is insurance? Has anyone else noticed also that Geico has three ad campaigns going at the same time? Progressive yep. has three. Liberty Mutual has two. two uh, that is obscene. Amount when, when, when you think about State Farm. State Farm has a bunch. Most, mo- Even like Coca-Cola has like a theme. You know, Coke. 
this is it or whatever they're that's the theme of all their commercials yeah well the dr pepper when football kicks in exactly well yeah right and they because they sponsor the championship so it's a themed commercial set a campaign singularly focused on that product doing one thing insurance companies have enough for like multiple campaigns at once they're naming stadiums which is hundreds of millions of dollars and that's on our backs that's on us giving them a couple hundred bucks a month to make sure that we are covered later. Meanwhile, Progressive Stadium, you know, they got all those insurance. And I don't blame them. I mean, it's a good business. But, man, you start to look around. Insurance like, and big pharma. Oh, once they get involved, you're done. So I'm sorry to everybody that wanted to play. And all the folks that don't give a crap about it. Hey, everything's the same for you. Don't, don't try to put on a golf tournament anymore, though. I called my buddy, and I'm like, hey, when you did your golf tournament, how many people played? 600? You had 600 players. And then uh, you did that win. It was back in April. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What did that cost you? Well, just the cost of golf. And uh, we had to talk with the guys at the – I forget what course he had it on. We talked with the course to make sure that we could clear it, uh, which cost us a little extra but not much, and they covered some of that. And uh, then we had a, a party at the end, so we had to do a rental for the tent – and the event tent, but they provide all that. The golf course has all that built in. Package it up. Package. I'm like, all right. So did you ever call lawyers? I'm like, why would we do that? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know why anybody would call a lawyer to have a golf tournament on a golf course. Now, I understand a golf tournament on the freeway. Yeah, you're going to have to get some permits. But no, a golf tournament on a golf course, and that's, like, confusing. And lawyers had to say, whoa, what do you mean golf on a golf course? That's, how, that's where you play golf. But then you're like, aha. Yeah. Your golf outing is because you're an insurance company. <laughs> right. I see what you're doing. I don't know what's happening. Golf on a golf course is hard. We got to look into this. This seems a little screwy. So it was a full mess. So if you were somebody who spent money on, we didn't sell the tickets yet, which is good. So we don't have to give the money back to all the listeners. And there's plenty of people that have uh, tried to get into this tournament the past couple of years because yeah. it, it would sell in 10 minutes my mail every time i get pinched out oh my mailman's been all over me when is that i want to i want to like all you have to do is just be on the online like with everything filled out at nine fifty eight, and then right when it hits 10 o'clock hit bye i said that's how people are doing it. i've given them instructions because just let me know the date let me know the date i'm like all right mailman there is no tournament it's over. we'll come up with something though. we need to you know just kill the keg parties the drinking team's in. I'll just speak for them right now. We need a humane society. We've got beer. That's right. Euthanize the lawyers party. How about that? Let's do a, a euthanize lawyers party. Like con- uh. contract lawyers. Not the good ones. Like, I like Kevin Rowe. <laughs> like, I like Lerner and Rowe. Those guys seem right because they're like, hey, everybody gets in a wreck. We'll just protect. It seems logistically normal for me to talk to them. Even they have a great golf outing. Kevin. Oh, my God. Kevin always tells They just glom onto that. But yeah, Kevin always tells me, he goes, lawyers, don't get them involved. And I'm like, he's <laughs> And right. he's one. And he's a lawyer. He's like, you never want us involved in it. We'll just muck it up. Boy, Every, that true. Everybody keeps setting up. Well, why can't you guys just have them sign waivers? But lawyers just find oh, their ways around that. That was a thing. When you go yeah. to we a did. golf course. Yeah. We, that was on there. But it takes 12 weeks to get all the papers right. That was the bigger thing. It's like, well, you're going to blow past our date. Well, that's not our problem. I got word on my computer. We can have yeah. that in like seven minutes. Chad GPT could put yeah. this together. And that, that was the funny part is that lawyers being completely blind to everything but their thing. One of them actually, uh, well, I was told one of them suggested, why don't we just do it later in the year? Yep. They heat stroke open <laughs> heat stroke in November. open in winter. <laughs> it sounds great. You know that golf is 350 bucks around here in the winter you're at, at a decent course? You're not, not happening. Well, my club... Well, well, yeah, up here they close the courses. It's so snowy in the wintertime. 
Okay, meteorologist jackass. So it was a fun event that is no longer going to be a thing this year. We'll we'll straighten it out, or it'll never happen again. We'll see. Maybe maybe you participated in the last heat stroke open last year. It'd be great if it summer. finally goes through, and next year, if it happens, everyone has to sign NDAs. That's right. When the golf tournament is <laughs> over, you cannot discuss what happened I mean, at the golf tournament. The weird oh, and there's a couple of things that I actually would sign. <laughs> Our friend Tom has, you know, that naked lady that runs around there, and she's not supposed to do that. But nobody's ever said anything. That's independent. I'm sure that was. I'm yeah. sure that was in the lawyer's paperwork this you know, time too. Cans are not allowed to be uh, exposed on the course. You know what's really funny is, is that I used to say that to people that would like Swiftbert showed up and like people would show up and not play. They just hang around on the course, and that would be my first thing. I'm like, ah, you're a big liability. If something happens to you, you didn't sign anything. You didn't sign. You're not supposed to be here, so you got to go. I would use lawyer speak to get them to go away, just in case. And it's true. Like we, it don't, is need, true. we don't need you falling down or getting hit by a golf cart when you weren't even supposed to be out here, or doing something that happens and they're yeah. they th- being thought they're part of the station. Who knew? I was. Yeah. Who knew? I was. I was. You know, spot on. It was a you know precursor to what was coming. Anyway. It kind of ruined Hard Knocks last night. Hard Knocks was really good. I don't know if you guys saw it. The Jets' Hard Knocks is great. But, I mean, there I was just sitting there going, this sucks. And scrambling for a good idea and hoping that the Humane Society can get a bunch of money and you get a ton of things like that together. And then I'm like, and I just want to go home and watch Hard Knocks. Nope. But it was pretty great. Aaron Rodgers. Remember a few years ago when we watched the Browns on Hard Knocks? And I was really hard on him. But I'm like, this Baker Mayfield character seems like a real dick. Like, this Hard Knocks is not painting him in the best light. And that was his rookie season. I'm like, I think the Browns are going to Browns on Mayfield. Never arguing. And he had a decent season. But he, like, that show kind of put a spotlight on him as maybe not the best character in the locker room. Aaron Rodgers, as much as he gets a bad rap and everything else, he seems like the coolest dude on the planet. And, And I don't know if he's putting on a show. Yeah. All the... Teammates love him. The coaches seem to love him. He seems awesome. And I know that hurts you, Brett, deep oh, down inside. Hey, it's not in my division anymore, so I don't really <laughs> right. care. But I've, I've had my opinion of Aaron Rodgers. And, man, that first episode, you're like, Aaron Rodgers, I'd love to have Aaron Rodgers on my team. He you know great. what the dude can do. On top of it all, yeah, he's great at that football. That helps going into it. I mean, he's just... Well, you know Baker Mayfield can do stuff. He's, he has the but, ability, but he hasn't... There hasn't been a, you know, yeah. other than college uh, championship yeah. or... It felt like he thought he was already Aaron Rodgers. Like he had accomplished something. And he hadn't. He'd just gotten, you know, he'd gotten to the pros. He was the number one overall pick. And I think that was, there was a lot of weirdness in that one. I remember seeing that thinking. And Ryan Tannehill was another one when Miami was on that hard knocks. It really does expose a lot of Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury in the, in the winter one last year. You saw Cliff Kingsbury. And I think everybody was like, Cliff Kingsbury is a bad football coach. Like, this dude doesn't do anything. Like, all the all the camera work on Cliff Kingsbury last year was him going, all right, guys, let's get this. Like, he was a cheerleader. Like, he didn't seem like much a of a plan. Coach McCoy. Yeah, we ended, yeah. Up, we ended exactly. up watching that thinking, all right, Colt McCoy's in charge of most of what's going on. He'd come over and tell Cliff, all right, what uh, 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 what do you want to do, uh, Colt? And Colt would be like, well, I think they're lying to this, that, and the other. Blah, blah, blah. These are my favorite plays. Okay. Hey, no turnovers, huh? Like, that's... And I remember watching going, that's what I say. That's what I say as a fan. I scream no turnovers or knock it off. Or Cliff, well, Cliff showed poorly in that. But, I mean, man, you want to walk last night? The guy that I think looks bad is Coach Sala. 
I think the, the coach kind of, to me, was like, he might be a little bit uh, underwater on this one. He might be out of his depth with this team because they're really good. Well, you kind of got that impression with uh, the Lions last year with their coach. I, I didn't but know what. Up, I just thought he was crazy. Well, I still he's think sensitive. He, yeah. he wants to be a player's coach. Yeah. I still think that wears thin. I think that rah-rah thing he's got going on ends up getting figured out, and then it stops working. And then the players start to like, – Cotton Fitzsimmons for the Suns was exactly that. Yeah. Just players love him. They telling everybody this and that, and I'm going to trade you someday, and, and they'd laugh and have fun. And then the message started to get lost. Like it was the same cheerful kind of like well, – on bad days, you hear cheerful like twice. And then when the third bad day hits, you're like, wait a minute, your cherry stuff's not working. Do you have a plan? Or are you just going to try to make us feel good about bad things? And I think Cotton Fitzsimmons had a whole load of that. And, it, and his message worth it. And then you needed like a tactician to come in and actually patten your way through the thing. I kind of got that vibe with. And I like that dude. I think the coach of the Jets is cool. But I'm not so sure a Super Bowl contending team is something he's ready to have his hands on yet. We'll see. But it was awesome. That show is so good. And then Lee Schreiber yeah. showed up in a helicopter on the show. Oh, cool. So he's narrating his own appearance. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it was great. It was really neat. And he's a big fan, evidently. And he and Aaron Rodgers had a little back and forth. That was, it was cool. So, but it was, you know, last night, I, there I was. It was ruined. Because all I thought was, should I be watching this? What if an active shooter comes into my house and starts plugging away? Am I covered? <laughs> do I have enough insurance for active? Sh- I don't have it. Do you have active shooter insurance? I don't. Uh, I don't know. I'm not paying. If it, I've if, had it for years. If I better call Jake from <laughs> yeah, State Farm. You're, you're, you're in the crosshairs. That's why. <laughs> you know. A lot of people aiming guns at you. I, I, like if an insurance company even offered, would you like to have insurance in case you're in an active shooter situation? No, I'm not going to pay extra for that. I'll take my chances that I'll be ducking active shooter situations most of my life. Are you sure it's becoming quite normal? No, it's not. The news makes it feel like it's happening all the time. It's not. Okay. I wouldn't pay for that. If it was an option, I wouldn't pay for it. Would you like to pay for extra insurance in case your car stalls on the side of the road? And, oh, of course, like, no, I'm not done yet. And a group of thugs comes and gang bang, bangs you and your wife. Would you like insurance for a gang bang? No, I'll take my chance. Don't we have a few foursomes of uh, off-duty police officers that play in the heat stroke? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, we don't, this year, no, we don't have a heat stroke. So, no, the answer is no. There's no one playing golf on a golf course. It's too difficult. It's too much, too much red tape to try to play golf on a golf course. It's just way too much, Brady. Do you know how hard it is to try to get golf golfers on a golf course? Do you know the Masters? It's impossible to get those guys out there without insurance for active shooters. Somebody better tell Hooters because they just had theirs a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, Hooters does their golf. No, tournament. it's coming up. Oh yeah, oh is it? Oh. Yeah. Seemingly speed bump free. You know what? I kind of have half money to just go ruin Hooters thing. It's <laughs> because I'm mad. Hey, Hooters, did you have your active shooter policy put in place? What's that? I don't know. I think we got rooked. I, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play in it, but maybe that changes now that this happened. Nope, you can't. Well, I, I remember my friend, uh, we were having dinner, my friend Brian, the other night, we went over to see uh, Killer Mike, and he said, uh, you know what I've been thinking about doing lately? And I'm like, what's that, Brian? He goes, I'm thinking about becoming an active shooter, but so many people have policies now, it just, it's not even worth my time. Like, yeah, you can active shoot all day long, but all these people are covered. So what are you actually doing? My manifesto gets buried in yeah. insurance. Oh, it gets buried with the insurance. <laughs> and the insurance covers the cost of reading. It's just ridiculous. 
Are you being an asshole, Mr. Holmberg? It's not only an active shooter. What if somebody went crazy on the course and started to drive a car on it? Again, I don't think insurance policies are stopping that. I'd like to insure my manifesto. <laughs> right, I want to make sure that we this, can do that. This goes to Sotheby's. We need to make sure this doesn't just get thrown out. This is a very important document. I was thinking about active shooting, but the lawyers have really buttoned it up. Anyway, that was just a little tiny piece of all the other crap that started to go on with this liability stuff. But, man, they think of everything. Weather. Worst case scenario. But it, I'm like, worst case nonsense. Like, what if a pack of wolves comes up and eats all the golfers? I'm like, I don't, I don't really think we even have to worry about that. Well, it's on the papers for 12 weeks. I'm like, why are you doing this? You have bobcats, right? <laughs> you get snakes, bobcat. What if a snake bites like twelve of them? Then what? Then your then your company loses its ass. And that's what happens. Do you have chupacabra insurance? <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> and nobody can prove Bigfoot doesn't exist. Maybe he traveled south. What if a cactus falls down in the heat? What if Ro- Nessie appears in one of the ponds? <laughs> right, we've got water. They've on been that. looking for it. Jesus Christ! I never thought of that. What if water moccasins <laughs> and Loch Ness monster pop up? There's a portal, a space portal that's developed between Loch Ness and the 18th uh, water. And there's Nessie, and he's eating half your golfers. Then what are you going to do, Mr. Smart Boy? Getting robbed by a scorpion. <laughs> right, scorpions with uh, bad intentions. You know, they've got black scorpions. They could take your wallet right off the course while they're stinging you. Just terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible thoughts. And it's like, man, I don't want to go. I don't want to ever leave the house if I was that guy. And in fairness to them, they're just doing their job. We asked, we told them about it. Worst, worst thing we ever did. Hey, lawyers, is this okay? Well, let me just think a little. Bit. No, it's not okay. Nothing you're doing is okay. Golf on a golf course. Are you crazy? <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to have a softball tournament on a softball field. You're, you're, you've lost your mind. Common sense apply to any of you? Tell me about this shotgun start. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? Is that encouraging an active shooter? <laughs> we think so. God, I hate them. I hate them like I like I hate women. But that's a different story altogether. No, I'm kidding. I don't hate lawyers. Uh, it's 614. <laughs> uh, let's get a wake-up song in the wake of this nightmare. And then, you know, uh, maybe openly discuss a plan for a new thing for the Humane Society, who I really is the worst, the worst case. They're having one of the worst years they've ever had as far as uh, intake. They could use this money more than... Any time ever, and we're not able to do it. And it's. I have a great idea. We could do a. And we got all this beer. Swim for dogs at Tempe Town Lake. <laughs> yeah, that's a great plan. Weighted swims for dogs. I think that's a good idea. See who can swim across a lake with a boat full of dogs to get from one side to the other, from the shelter to freedom. Tug dogs uh, on your back. That's a great plan. I don't think lawyers should be involved in that at all. Skydiving for uh, poodles. I think Great that's idea. another one, too. Uh, give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Thank you, Alliance. And off we go. Everybody's emailing in with their thoughts and prayers to the golf tournament. T's and P's. T's and P's, man. They want to take down those lawyers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, this one says, John, I'd buy a shirt that says uh, screwed by Bob for the golf tournament. Thanks, Bob. F you, Bob. I'd buy that shirt for your charity. I That's can't believe Bob's would screw the pooch on one of your more popular events. Oh, Bob's will screw the pooch on anything. It's not Bob's. a bad idea, actually. That isn't. Not really. And then somebody, uh, Joshua, says, you know what this is. Phase three. Scientologist. <laughs> oh, that could be. The, the Scientologist never really stepped up for their, their next phase. Uh, he also asked, can I still get a goodie bag? Well, we've got them. We had everything printed up and right there. They're, in the, they're downstairs. We got hundreds of them. Next year, when if we have it, just notice that the golf ball with the logo on it, there'll be a little Sharpie mark over the three that says four. Yeah, we're say, not buying new ones. We're not going to get new ones. Come Are on. you crazy? What if there's an active shooter? Uh, Joshua Woodward says, John, you and I have exchanged emails several times, and you've always been respectful and polite in your response. Well, I was raised right. You can thank Marcy for that. Uh, I must say that the opening segment uh, today has infuriated me. I don't even golf. That said, I'm a volunteer at the Arizona Humane Society. I'm going on five years, and I participate in the Resting Rover program monthly. Fact is that lawyers have taken a huge crap on your event and become a big wet blanket, and that frustrates the hell out of me. I'm going to continue to volunteer and will donate to the Humane Society this year to help make up for the loss of the event. I'm very sorry you can't have that, that event. It's very helpful. And hope that within the next 12 months we can rectify it somehow. Until then, thanks for being hilarious and entertaining. Peace, John. Thank you. And uh, that's real charity right there. You don't have lawyers involved. Just go down there and donate your time. Help out. That's what charity used to be. And now it's a big, fat sponsorship mess. Uh, this one says, sorry you can't whack your balls around, Holmberg. Good thing all that liability and lawyer stuff didn't exist all the previous years. I worry about when you quit. Uh, you're like South Park, man. You're grandfathered in and protected against the modern world. And when you're gone, the voice of reason will leave with you. Yeah, I I hate to say that, but there's truth to that. Like, they leave us alone. The Chat GPT morning show that's coming your way when we're done. Welcome. Yeah, it's... It, Let's just, you know, why don't we just do a segment of last time you couldn't find your shoes? Call us with the last time you couldn't find your shoes and tell us what you did to replace said shoes that were unfindable. <laughs> I uh, put on another pair of shoes. What a, what a brilliant idea. This one says, I bet if you tell the ghouls how much you raised for the heat stroke, we could match it. Boy, I bet. And I don't want to do that. Because that's like... Our F up and you guys fixing it. I would love that to happen, but this guy says, seriously, first they take away the MILF contest, and now they're taking away your heat stroke open. They're making me root for the active shooter. <laughs> good point. <laughs> That's a good point, Matt. Uh, can we have Bert's people pay these uh, lawyers a little visit? Maybe things will get done. Bert? Yeah, where were you in all this? Hey, nobody told me anything. You were last to know, yeah, too. I mean, That's what your answer is. Second last I don't know enough. nothing about nothing. We need to get you involved more. Hey, you're three years in, we got to start shooting you over to, hey, I'm Brad, I represent the morning show. I understand there's an issue with permits. <laughs> that ain't going to be. I remember Frank Caliendo's brother oh. in law yelling at a real estate agent who told him, well, it's going to take a couple months for us. A couple months? You mother out here in Arizona. I can get that done in three days. 
<laughs> Frank, let's like, go. And he, and he did. He scared somebody into writing like a pencil permit real quick so he could just have people look at something. Where I come from, we get things done. And he just started screaming at somebody until like, Jesus Christ, get this lunatic out of my office. Well, should have involved me from the beginning. That's right. We would have had this handled. Yeah. We don't want you to match it. We'll come up with something new. We'll come up with a new idea. I think that's the plan. The plan is to hopefully come up with a different thing. And at the very least, not to replace what we're missing, but at the very least to get some money over to the... And get that beer out. We've got tons of beer for this event from uh, Four Peaks. They went out and did us a big batch, and most of it goes to this event. we got to start killing kegs like crazy now. Yeah, we need to have a Bob drink-off. The Bob's ruined it, but we're still going to drink all the beer that we were supposed to. Uh, this one says, how about Brady goes on a hunger strike for charity, or maybe just a hunger strike, signed Ronnie B. Ooh. <laughs> hey, that's a good idea. We could put you on a hunger strike like those Indians that are trying to stop pickleball. It lasts a long time. Yeah, Jade Todd Himes, who painted you naked for charity last year for our... Uh, says, no heat stroke open. Am I hearing this right? What am I supposed to do with this new painting I did of Brent? <laughs> he did one of your dick this year. Oh, and evidently, that was... Uh, All right. you know, Anyway, we'll figure it out. But thanks for letting me vent and listening in. to all the people that normally participate. You're always great. And all the people that donate. You can donate to the Humane Society and help them out. They need your help. So if you guys were going to do that, that's great. Uh, we can float a couple more ideas and try to, you know, patchwork this thing back into, like, getting them some dough. But I'll make this uh, we'll make it happen. claim here on the air. I ain't going to make anybody in this building happy. From now on, our charity events aren't going to be uh, riddled with corporate everything. If we <laughs> do it, I know. Well, sales just Careful. lost their I'm, I'm just, it's just try to Try to keep it more direct. Yeah. Yeah, we got uh, an awful lot of stuff going on that kind of got in the way of that. And I love having all those people involved, and they all wanted to do something. But when it started to cut into the bottom line of who was actually supposed to benefit, uh, we're no better than any of the other people. That do those charities and say it's a nonprofit, and we're living in a big fat house, looking down, and the problem isn't solved. And we're actually get, you know, I always say that to. We had that one charity we did work for years ago. They were nice people, but then I didn't want to do the work for them anymore because their goal was to take the money we had raised and build something to make their facility bigger. And I'm like, isn't the idea for you to shrink? Like, isn't the idea to take this money and actually help the people you're trying to help and not add to it? They went to like a basketball court or something. Like, yeah, but if we get bigger, we get more from, like, state funds and stuff. And I'm like, well, the, the goal is not to get bigger. I thought it was yeah. to eliminate the issue. Remember how pure kind of the Holmberg's Helping Hands was oh. when we first started that, the first couple of years? Brutal. Yeah, we've had a few of them. We were like, what's going on? But, again, the more people you involve, the more people are like, well, we can get in on this. They dip their beak. They call that dipping the beak. Well, there's a lot of money floating around over here. We'd like to dip our beak in that for a second. Can we put our name on this? Sure. You're going to help out? Of course we're going to help out. <laughs> and you're going to help me too. Of course. Next thing you know, we got 6,000 people and we're target for an active shooter. we got people that want to buy the canceled, uh, the the canceled shirts. Yes. <laughs> we should have. We should make shirts Cancel and just blow. slap yeah. a big fat canceled on it. The event that never we're fire festival. That's what I. That's kind of I got into oh. that yesterday. I said we're fire festival. Oh man, that's what I, I said. I don't think it was making only too difference many. is people weren't showing up to right. The we event. didn't do it like, the day. Wait of. a minute, yeah. but we were close. Yeah, 
And I wasn't the most popular person in the world bringing that one up. But So now we're Fire Festival. We promise this big thing, and then we don't do it, and we're like, but wait, we'll just move the money. And I'm like, no, this has gotten out of control. We, we've, lost, we've lost the plot. This is a nice little golf tournament for the Humane Society. That's all it ever needed to be. Maybe we can do something um, in March with uh, Disturbed on their rescheduled. You want to hang your hat on the possibility <laughs> of Disturbed? <laughs> I'm going with Fire Festival. Right. I'm going Fire Festival. More likely Fire Festival will happen. Because <laughs> yep. it still might be in the 90s and Dave won't put <laughs> the jumpsuit on. That was supposed to be funny. It was funny, but it was also like Oof. too real. Oof. That if we decided to try to put our hooks into Dave Draymond's concert, if it gets over 80, he can't go outside. He's like a, you know. Well, like that a, Uncle Fester outfit's a little yeah, like, hot, you know. Short, I mean, jeez. Cabana clothes. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm if Draymond went out like this, people are like, wow, Draymond's in Cabana clothes. But at least the show's going to happen. Brothers and sisters, I'd love to come out in my super hot jumper. <laughs> it makes me look like one of the moving men, but not so muscular, but just a moving man. <laughs> a little bit chubby. Chubby moving men. It's too hot, so Cabana Man. I watched a thing last night on This is the Best. Do you know that show uh, that where people fall in love with inanimate objects? No. On TLC, yeah, it's My Strange Addiction. Yeah. So this dude was wow. in love with his car. It was like a... It's l- been a while since I've seen late it. Late 90s, early 2000s Monte Carlo. Uh, he loved it. From Maryville? Uh-uh. Well, oh. it, was, it was a Maryville ride. Oh, it definitely okay. had the, it was a Maryville ride. He said Monte Carlo. Was, was it like, Monte Carlo a her or a him? It was a her, and okay. he was British. And he, they showed that uh, 10 years ago he was on the show and he's like, when I saw her, it was love at first sight for both of us. And then he passionately made out with the front end of the car. What? And I'm laughing my ass off. And I'm like, what am I looking at? And I'm like, oh, it's that My Strange Addiction show. And then he's like, and I have had sex with her. And he shows how he stuffs into the cushions and like where he, where he pumps the car full of his junk. <laughs> well, 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 the reason they were showing it is, and this was on the internet, is, uh, is that he wrecked it. And he is in turmoil. Oh, <laughs> he lost his wife in a car accident. And she was the total. Uh, she, total. Well, because it's a '98 Monte Carlo. I mean, that thing that's bumps into serious, a, Yeah, that's it, true. It's totaled if it runs out of gas. Like what's in the tank is worth more than that vehicle. And some old, I know I'm going to get go. Oh, Monte Carlos aren't bad. '98 Monte Carlos didn't hold their value. She couldn't do an episode of Botched, and they fixed yeah, her. That's what I was like. How come they? But I guess her frame bent. She's oh. done. Oh. And you can do it. You can salvage title, but I've seen a lot of guys with wives who have salvaged titles, and I don't think that's a good move. Hey. Can't sell it. And it got me thinking, like, that's a new term we should use for when uh, your spouse goes sideways. She's been totaled. (laughs) Yeah, she was great for a while, but she's totaled. Like, I had had an adjuster look at her, and she's totaled. Or a guy, too. She and Orlando couldn't. Like, help out with it'd that. Be great Us if they too. had them in their dating profile. Us yeah. too. Exactly. Title. Like every three or four years, we know a couple. Somebody of guys comes by and says, "There's no coming. He's not coming back from this." Like we can come look at Brady and like, is he ever going to be the showroom model that I got initially? Mangoop's riding. There's no chance of that. He's totaled. Is he totaled? <laughs> no, he's. We can't fix him. He's just going to be this forever. So he's salvaged title, and then you get like a discount on the divorce. Like if if you if you were a salvage title, you don't have to pay him as much. What when kind you of leave. things lead to a salvage title? Huh? What kind of things lead to a salvage title? You know what leads to. A salvage I know. Title. I'm just trying to get it. It's wrecked. <laughs> it's <laughs> just uh, wrecked. The insurance adjuster takes one of those little caliper things that opens <laughs> that, up for whoa. <laughs> well, three years ago you were here, and now you're here. This thing's gaping. But I have gap insurance. <laughs> that's what it would. Very good pun, Brady. Very good. That's okay. We'll all give him that. Yeah, that was fine. That was a good one. See that? That's not a dad joke. That was actually really good stuff. 
See, Brady was saying uh, what happened there was. <laughs> that was great. Well, yeah, I think I started thinking, I'm like, what if we all had insurance policies on our spouses? And we do for life insurance, but like totals us out and p- creates a value. Because currently, I think because I, I think it came to me because of all this will and trust stuff I've done with Trajan. And so I go there and everything's valuable. Everything's got worth. And even human beings, like your life insurance policy, there's a value on you. You're, people say it, you're worth more dead than alive. But what about if your value changes to that person? Because everybody says it's about marriage and love. It's not about money. It, it, trust me, when you when you start a divorce, <laughs> well, you can go. It's all about, all about money. money. You can go back to your trust and drop a percentage. Right. You start dumping down, and then they they look at it and go, "Hey, did I? It's your credit score. Wait, am I down to six ninety? And maybe they'll work a little harder, man and woman. It's both of us. We we, we all quit on that. each other. The textures are like, how do I know when I'm underwater? Because I'm pretty sure I'm upside down in mine. <laughs> oh, yeah, on your, your that's the thing. We, and, and the whole thing's dawning on me now because lawyers will make crazy stuff happen. We create jobs for them, and an entire industry of measuring your human value, and you know, just time adjusted too. Like age is going to make it so there's a reasonable amount of issues. You know what I mean? Like, you can't expect the same face. But if somebody's put on, like, you know, we'll say, you know, the average human being as they age puts on four or five pounds in three years. But if somebody's ballooned, and like, they're 80 pounds heavier than they were in the last five years. And when I met them, their value in divorce drops. So they get less on the other end. I mean, what it would do is spike murders and Dateline episodes, but... We've seen that in, uh, that's why a handful of those prenups have those deals. Right. Weight clauses. That's what a prenup is. And you're right. It's weight clauses, keeping it together, you know. uh, I I don't even know what you would include in that. But, I mean, like, you know, just a maintenance, a maintenance issue. You just do body maintenance, and then you'd come in and you do your investigation. And it's not like internal organs or disease or anything. like that. That can't count against you. But, you know, things you can control. You become a pig. That's what you're saying. If your gap starts going. If a dude can't get it up. If a dude's dude's wood is like, you know, you got to get wood for the dude. And it's like, wow, this thing is like, compared to what it was five years ago, we need to do something about this. And he has to agree to like a a thing. You know, like you have to start taking pills or you got to start, you got to get shots. We make an adjuster list. Yeah. If you're under this, that's check one. Check right, two. Yeah. Your value you get past three yeah. checks, you're, you're salvaged You're a 50-50 divorce. But how great would it be for those couple of years between things when you're at a 70% divorce and she's 30% and you're like, now's the time to get out. Like you'd have escape routes. So that when divorce comes, you can refinance and <laughs> right. get a better. Right. It's all contractual anyway. What's your rate right now? <laughs> Anybody that says it's not a contract and it's all love is is hasn't run into the wall yet. John, take it one step further. Can we get an Arizona lemon law? I tell my oh. wife she's a lemon. Since we've gotten married, she got her appendix out, a C-section, tore up her ankle. I can go on. Yeah. Now, those she's are accidents. accidents. Yeah. Well, accidents don't but I understand. Look, you roll your ankle and you put on 25 pounds and you blame the ankle. C-section, Brett. natural. Brett, anything? Nothing? I'm just saying. I understand. There's, I understand. There's moments where you... Would you like to add claws in the air? Yes, yes. That's, Can you... Yes. 50 things. Yes. Can we get the bobs in on this? I need a lawyer. The divorce guys. The I'm divorce guys to, yeah. would be for any clause oh, you want to put in Right. There. Any guy who's been halved. Yep. And any woman who's been halved. And I know there's two of them out there. <laughs> 
it's just the the scales aren't fair. And so, and I know Brady hates this because, well, hold on a tick. You mean I gotta. Yeah, you got to get back to like college weight to be a 70 percenter. In that. And then and then you can make moves. Then you start to negotiate. Do we still want to be here? Then you renew the deal. At the end, it's like, well, right yeah, now. And then you re-up. And then you can't be 70. So right now, if you want out, you're 70, you're 30. She's going to fight so hard to be part of that relationship. If you if you put me at a 30% in the relationship, oh, I become the angel you met 20 years ago. I'm the I'm the guy bringing flowers. You know, it just resets the relationship. And There's the spark people are looking for. One of them is losing, and they have to fight to win again. It's a brilliant plan. No, there's no romance in it. But there's very rarely romance in most marriages. Some. I like it's almost weight. always a surprise. I like the weight clause. Weight clause is huge. Brady knew a guy who had that in his uh, prenup for his wife. He's my hero. She couldn't go over 135. It's like every five pounds. So yeah. was he like uh, De Niro in Casino? He's weighing them all in and yeah. stuff like that? Like the showgirls? What was it? Every five pounds, she'd lose a little bit. She'd if lose one of the prizes. Yeah, if it's 20 pounds heavier, it was expensive. <laughs> right. She'd drop oh. off like that's a 20. Like you lose... The payout in case this ends. And we don't work out. You, and, and you're starting to gain some weight. And I told you early on that was important to me. So you put on 10 pounds. My buyout drops. And Brady, Look, all men were guy, like, Jesus, that's beautiful. That wasn't a good dude. But but still. The, why? There was, Brings a tear there was to my eye. Why wasn't he a good dude? He was honest. <laughs> well, he, sounds he was like honest a God. with her right off the bat. That's what I'm, I'm saying. saying. Like, he might have yeah. been a dick to you. No, not, not to me. Like I'm that. just saying there wasn't, like... Even having that weight clause, and she's holding her end. There's some other flavors. Oh, he was, the light. He was look, just a, She signed the papers. Yep, she knew right. what she was getting into. Right. This dude had and a weight clause. He presented clause. her right. from day one, right? <laughs> right. He's like, yeah. look, here's look, how I I'll operate. keep you in the stable. Right, is what really that was. <laughs> You're going to get a had No idea that I'm the exclusive. Right, right. And there might have been some. Look, I'm getting into their whole relationship. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know, that's not yeah. nice. But, but there's a lot of people who are like, wow, that. Uh, and then women could do the same know, thing. I guess you're saying accountability. What happened to people, you know, it's gone through, it's just lost a little bit. Well, bottom line is it's become a business. It's become a money machine. Back in the days of your parents, divorce wasn't an option. And then when it became an option, it was pretty one-sided. And then when it got even up, it became crazy, like unfair, because it's like, why is it so dead even? This, is, this isn't fair that we all split equally when somebody just drastically exploded the whole thing up. But I like that. Uh, you know, here's your payout. Here's your number. It's a, it's like this is the buyout. plan. It's like a lease. Here's the buyout. In case this lease, you know, you want to do something else, we, we adjust from here. You started this relationship at 125. I'll give you a nine-pound window here. You can go up to 134. You get over 135, the buyback just – it's just like bringing back a damaged car in a lease. They're not going to give you the same value. But what if they yo-yo and then they, they drop it back? Do they get do they get their prize back? Hey, they they, they that work? Wait. Again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarter Boxing, yeah. yeah, it's you, like uh, Shoop and uh, whatever his name was <laughs> yep. from Vision Quest. Yep, you, you, gotta, you got a weigh-in date coming up. You know, <laughs> you know, a weigh-in's coming. You better oh, yeah. be on. And then you're like, I made weight. I'm still, I'm still a belt holder. Yeah, and then you're like, damn it, she made weight. I still got to. And then the she bin. rehydrated it the next right. day. And then she bloomed up with lasagna and water <laughs> the next afternoon. But bottom line is she's pull, she's put it together. But then, you know, you do the body fat percentage. You do that gap insurance, as Brady called it. You do that little. <laughs> I can even see the little. I don't even know what that thing's called, but it stretches open. It's got the two little prongs on it for measuring things that are holes. <laughs> like a caliper. Yeah, I, I, I call it a caliper. I don't know what it is, but it's oof. Speculum? Uh, is that a thing? That's, the speculum yeah. opens them up. Yeah. Oh, that's the that That's what Indiana Jones uses to get into the to the oh, box. Okay. You're probably so right there. 
Either way, <laughs> I don't know why this popped in my head. It was because that dude had his wife totaled because he was his Monte Carlo. He was distraught. So, they, so that's the worst Let's part. report. I'm sorry. It's a clown car. Oh. <laughs> worst part of that whole thing was dude's sitting there uh, and they're showing all the old clips from the TLC. And somehow or another, a producer from TLC found out he wrecked the car. And man, they couldn't have run over to his house faster uh-huh. with cameras like the day after it got total. And he is a mess. Because it's his fault. Well, I don't oh. know that it was, actually. I think it was in a parking lot. I was laughing too hard to get details. I'm like, oh, my God, they found him. And she's gone. She's gone. Oh, wow. Nothing's ever going to be the same, you see. Oh, God. <laughs> and, he's, and he started, we had, they had a song. Like, he'd play a song on the radio. This is our song. I don't so he had a Brian Adams for his car? It was a Brian Adams. Yeah. She knows and I know. I know it seems crazy, but. And then the guy's like, do you make love to the vehicle? I do. We have sex regularly. It's actually a pretty active lifestyle. Like, what? They're going to show him, aren't they? She never they says didn't. no. They didn't. No, she's always up for it. <laughs> and sometimes I like to put it in the back seat, if oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, you got it. You heard me. Huh? Bob's your uncle. Nudge, nudge. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink, right? <laughs> I had a reupholstered, you know, a little plastic surgery. But, yeah, he's been hammering on this thing for since... The early 2000s. Put it in now the it's gone, huh? And now she's gone. What, was this song playing in the background? She lost it, yeah. Now it's What will be? She's gone. She's gone. She's gone. I'm building another friend. She's gone. She's gone. Oh, listen to a perp. There she goes, mate. I'm going to miss you so much, love. Just one last go, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's oh, it. Wow. That's it. No. There it is. There it is, love. Last one. You know, I know you're all crippled, but I'm Nathan Sutherland, this vehicle right here. <laughs> Tight Sorry. bonnet. She's totaled by a keeper in the, a keeper in the, in the garage. Oh, baby, right in the boot. <laughs> what a song. She's gone. She's gone. But yeah, he was he's a mess. And I was laughing. <laughs> it was great. But then I started thinking, why don't we do that with our... Like, his wife just got totaled. <laughs> and I've looked around at friends. I'm like, man, I haven't seen you guys for a while. His wife's totaled. That's a new thing I'm going to say. <laughs> Brady will do it. He'll get in on it. He's a nice guy, but he says stuff like that. Hey, I ran into Skip McPherson. Remember him? Like, yeah. Remember a beautiful wife? Yeah. She's totaled now. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, really? What happened? That into the conversation. She's total. I don't know what happened. Ten-car pileup or something. His, she is done. He's still driving it, though. He's <laughs> still got it out on the road for now. You need to take her to Wayne at Amco. Oh, man. <laughs> Shane Orlando would be like, I can't fix this one. <laughs> She's total. Upgrade. You got to get a new one. Showroom floor. And guys, you know, I'm not. I'm saying it because from a guy's perspective, we're going to say women, but you can do it to us. I'm looking around at a lot of ladies, and I'm like, woof. You know, and then you can do it about money too. Like if his if his financial responsibilities start to get start shirking, or you can put a credit score on him. I would do that. That would be one that would be like your credit score's got to stay up because there's nothing worse than marrying an 800 and watching her go to a 540 and make you pay the bills. 
Totaled. <laughs> that chick's totaled. Miranda said, well, a C-section is actually technically the gap insurance. So. Yeah, that is. That is. It's gap protection is what that is. Yeah. I'm Brady Bogan for gap protection insurance. Don't let her push one out of that thing. Come on. She will pass her next inspection. And we all go through an inspection and we hope for the best. Wayne, I took my wife out for dinner last night. And she's got kind of a... <laughs> she's totaled. She's well, got Larry... some loose belts. We'll help you total. And that was the thing. We can actually look at the damage and help you total your vehicle. <laughs> we can tell the insurance companies it's totaled completely. Andre wants to know, is there a clause where I can trade it in for a better one and pay the difference? Now, yeah. Now, that's the thing. Yeah, that's now, the farmers. We'll yeah, buy you uh, an now. exact mm-hmm. one the same model Gentlemen, year. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> because that's called prostitution. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Selling ladies to guys at a discount is pro- It's all prostitution right. at the end but of again, the day. But <laughs> well, again. That is hard to argue. <laughs> same model year. <laughs> it's the same model year. Low mileage. Lower mileage. Yours takes that little machine I can't think of the name of, and it's about six inches wide. Hers is three and a half. Look at that. No scars on this one. (laughs) You know. No scars, no upgrades. title, but uh, is there any way we could plug her in and reprogram her or (laughs) update update? (laughs) Update the software? I know what you're saying, son. Your life is changing, and your wife is, too. She's going through the change. No, we can't fix that. That's not part of the policy. You don't have change insurance. Can I get some of that stuff real quick? No, no. It's too late in the game. You're going to have to drive her through the change. <laughs> oh, what? Nuts. Yeah, she's still 50-50 on that. But, yeah, I think it would be great. give you that uh, checklist oh. after uh, looking at it. Yeah, we got rid of the baby fever. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, she doesn't have that anymore. It's a plus. She gained five percentage points on that. Shoot. I guess that is good. And then you realize if you got a good one. We put your wife at an 88%. She's in the upper percentile. That means she's at least 60% of the... You're going you're gonna to get your ass kicked. And then she looks at you like, if I leave now, the value's at its peak. Yeah. Look, I married a half-ton pickup, and now you're <laughs> yep. a three-quarter right. ton. So. Which means God... And I've still got good value. You know who benefits on this? Pigs. Yes. They'll, they'll be like the target in their 20s. Christine! Yeah, and the, all they can do is get better and earn more money. I'd be 22. I'd just be a blob, but I'd have a personality that would be amazing. Oh, I'd, I'd drive the wrecked car then. No pigs. I'm out. <laughs> but, the no, pig, no. but the benefit to the pig is 20 years from now, she drops all that weight. And she's getting Now she's getting Or eight. she gains more of wow, it. Wow, but that's, that's, that's because she's an idiot. Believe me, that can happen. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Wow, you hit a button there. Well, no, I didn't say oh, anything. Yeah, I'm just saying it can happen. She gossips. She He's throwing. I'm just saying. It's never going to happen, but it's an interesting idea to, to, you know, do the same thing for that. And again, the ladies will be like, you your jerks, we age mommy. It, okay. And I think it's from a female perspective of going, they know that their aging doesn't go as well as our aging. Fine wine and milk. That's right. And so they have to, everybody, everyone involved would have to try harder. But at the end of the day, yeah, I, on I, all sides. Yeah, yeah, I've said that to Medea too. Like you know, if you gain this much, you know, I'm out. But I expect the same in reserve. In reserve. Wow. Yeah. yeah. There's hey, that but but I expect the same in reserve. That. You want to ask her? Hundred percent. Ask her. There's no question that he has said that. But on the flip side of it, I said if I gain two hundred pounds, I, yeah, I expect I, you to I be out too. Hundred percent. At what yeah. point do you say something? 
Like when do you go? All right, we're we're hitting my limit here. Oh, when we're a third of the way there, I think if you you're think? limited, you start oh, seeing yeah, the writing on the absolutely. wall. Absolutely, if you give, they gotta give the heads Whoa. up. You got taken in for an inspection. The limit when <laughs> ten pounds hits there, you're like, hey, hey, hey. But would it be a lot easier if it's like it's time for your inspection and you don't look like you're ready for fight day? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're gonna pass. You the gotta way give them a chance. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna to get you weight. that weird silver suit, and you're gonna sit in the sauna for a while. I still don't think it's gonna work. <laughs> and I there's think, some X-Lax too give and, and, and then here's the thing how about oh, how about this before the inspection when you're clearly looking at somebody who won't make weight like in boxing it's like we're going to take the belts away unless your opponent agrees that it's still a title fight despite your weight issue or your because that's I think that's mainly what everybody's concerned it's about she's right? true she, she, she just, she just me true well that's <laughs> good on now you ask man. her what her limit is yeah well, she'll she's heard it. She'll she'll tell me in a second. If, yeah. What is it? if you lose your hair? If you gain weight? Hey, 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 oh, whoa, 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 easy, chief. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Hey, I just bring it in. I, I'm not going to worry too much about that one. <laughs> yeah, guy over here. Someone's going for a swim. Hey, hey, let's watch it with the hair cracks over here. I'm real close. <laughs> and you, ju- and, yeah, but I, I I I got involved when I was bald to start. Zero right, you, changes. Right, you had it coming in. And she knew that. So that was me at 100%. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's a great new Scott Lehman ad. A nicer, newer broad for only a buck. <laughs> Your marriage is in a pickle, pickle, pickle. Don't give him the idea. He'll He's do it. it. Yeah, I know. But you sit down before and say, hey, before we do the inspection, right now, I'm seeing somebody that's not going to make weight. Right. And somebody's lost all his hair. Do you guys want to call this a draw right now and go 50-50 or go through it and see where we stand? You both out. And then like, no, we want to fight for it. And then you really? find out and then you find out your wife's at 80% of the earnings and you are 20% in case of a split. And watch your eyes 50, turn. 50, 50. Watch your yep. eyes look. I get 80% of it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm out. <laughs> so then as a dude you're like, I know I'm going to lose this. I should probably bail now. And that'll tell you whether so we you want to be a, in it. Uh, we need a Kelly Blue Book involved. Yeah. The value. Yes. Lisa Appraisal. asked me, because she watched that Thousand Pound Sisters, and she goes, how does it get to that point? And she goes, would you, she did the same thing that you've said Megan asked. Second one. Would you leave me? Yes. yes. You're a thousand pounds. Of course pounds. I would. But You're damn right. I go, I'm leaving <laughs> Why you. Why would at, you ask? I'm leaving you at like 250. You're not getting to a thousand with me. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> in on this. I'm in a pickle. You can ditch your wife for a nickel with Scott Lehman. <laughs> That's right, Scott. You make the annoying commercials and we're going to make fun of them. That's You're right. getting more press, so don't right. get upset. Yeah, the pickle pickle thing registered with everyone. Oh, yeah. It was brilliant advertising. Uh, yeah, oh, that's a different thing. That was just a sad thing about the golf tournament. Again. But, yeah, it's it's not nice. There's nothing tactful or kind about it. It's very... Black and white paperwork cut and dry. But that's what I've been dealing with for the last couple of weeks with, you know, the way the world works. And it's ugly. So this is kind of an interesting idea on the heels of that guy who married his car it like crazy and then, you know, and then totaled it. It's bad. So what if we did it for ourselves? And then you would know sitting in that office. Chances are she goes 80 percent. Let me send this one in. What is this? Oh, I'm this trying is... to open my horizon. Oh, wait, you got a bunch of stuff. Oh, hang on a second. Me... Yeah, I've seen this. This oh, one. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, this, this six six hundred pound guy and that little Iranian doctor. Oh, you've got on? music playing in the hang back. Hang on, hang on. I'm trying to kill it. <laughs> oh, that was. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. 
I'm trying to open my horizons to vegetables because I'm a pretty picky eater. You're not a picky eater if you're 600 pounds. <laughs> Could be more right. Could have been Italian too. Another one where a lady's sitting in his office, and that's that Iranian doctor from 600 pound people. And uh, she says, uh, well, my diet, I, you know, what I'm doing right now is the best I can do. And, I, you know, I want to pick the right foods, but I don't want to be emaciated. He goes, have you seen yourself? You're not emaciated. <laughs> I think she's a huge woman who's like, I can't. If I start cutting back, I'm going to look sick. <laughs> that dude tells it like it is. That's the Brett. Uh, like, <laughs> he's a medical Brett. I got to watch this guy. Brett is a nuptial. Look, you start putting on a few extras. I'm out. <laughs> And that's what he said. And you know what? I think we all feel that way. You let yourself go completely. Hey, that's no respect for you or yourself, for God's sake. And it's on both sides. It's on both sides. Sure. Absolutely. Your uh, your ambition level's gone. Yeah. Your your self-pride is gone. Sometimes, you know, people will say that. You have two kids and try to keep it together. Your kids are in their 20s. You've had 20 years to recover. I Stop barking about the children wrecking your body and pull it together. Put down the Twinkies. But it, it's mean when your husband says, when an insurance agent says, I'm sorry, you've, you've passed your threshold, and that's a 20% knock on your total value to the end of this thing. Now, if he wants to leave, he is now at 70%, and you get 30. I only get 30%? You did this to yourself, man. Oh, Watch how fast she gets on that thing. Starts running. She's got sweatpants on all the time, just working. Please have Carvana put one of those new broad vending machines over in Tempe. <laughs> I'll drive by there every day just to imagine them horses. Imagine them horses. You would cook in that little thing. Stop it. We're putting people in a vending machine. Why do you keep them you. thin? <laughs> oh my God. Put some of them pigs in there. <laughs> you started this. I didn't start that. You have missed Someone your, has loved this. Is, yeah, misguided. Yeah, somebody's got some triggers. Oh, well, not at all. I call them piggers. <laughs> For a couple reasons. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. I know why your brain, your brain went the wrong way. All right, that's enough. That's enough of Brett right now. He's been drinking again. <laughs> it's not nice, but it is a thing. And I don't know how you'd fare. Would you fare? Would we fare well? I think I'd, I think I'm about the same as I was when I started the whole thing. I feel pretty good about my chances of going into that room. And I think also the situation. I don't. I don't think my situation goes past. I think I'm. Right where I was in the beginning. Mine wouldn't change. We're Yours the is the same. Yep. Yeah. Actually, I went I'm through, I actually have gone through where I was, I'm lighter. I went heavier and I'm. When you got married? Light. Yeah. You were, you were heavier then? So yeah. So you actually would have gained points somehow. <laughs> That's impressive. How heavy were you when you got married? When I, was, when I got married, actually it was the year or two I, I went so. down. That's, and then. Well, wherever you are now versus the weight. And they would measure low, that to yeah. the day of your wedding. So I'm about. Even. Yeah. All right. Way to keep it together, man. And see old pictures. And Which stuff. isn't good. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't like she came into and like. She didn't get, you know, you know, it's not like you were just coming off of your Olympic trials. Yeah. She knew. That's 50-50. She was buying something gently used. Yeah. Gently. <laughs> highway miles. That's all right. highway yeah. miles. Yeah. 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 You had definite. <laughs> He's not kidding. <laughs> And the highway miles were to go from one chili dog stand to another, but there was... She knew what kind of car she was Yeah, she, she was getting into a car that had some ketchup stains in it. Heinz ketchup stains, because he's a classy man. You know, that hunt stuff. Anyway, we're going to do 
And then uh, the other thing I was laughing at, and somebody told me this this morning, and I looked it up. It happened. Colin Coward has to be in trouble for this. He did a list of quarterbacks that are, he says will never win a Super Bowl, and on his list is Dwayne Haskins, uh, who got run over by a truck. Of course he's not going to win a Super Bowl. He was, I, I saw the graphic. Well, he didn't like, mention Dwayne dunk. Haskins. The graphic it was had a there. list of all quarterbacks drafted since 2013. Right, but that should have been a delete. No, I agree, yeah. but it was just on the graphic again. Somebody should have caught it. Somebody should have caught it. So yeah. No, he's not. of course he's not going to win one. You can't put the dude who got all cranked up and ran out in front of a, a I bet you 100 bucks he doesn't win one. <laughs> I'm with you on that. I don't know what the FanDuel odds are, but low. But he's catching some heat. And again, you know, it's the Colin Coward show. He can come on and say that was a goof. Also, a little grace. Maybe the person putting the list together just was like, hey, he asked for a list of quarterbacks who had been drafted since 2020. I don't know why, but this is the list of quarterbacks that have been drafted. One of them happened to be run over by a truck in a drug-induced craze. So, yeah, maybe the kid doing the list was like, he just asked for the list. I didn't know what it was for. Wikipedia, this is the list. Right, here it is. This is what Colin needed. I'm his intern. I'm his, you know, producer. I'm a segment runner. Uh, Here you go. But it is, you know, in this day and age, people are going to just eat lunch on that. So I think he'll survive that one. But it is ugly because I looked at the list and I went, ooh, (laughs) that's bad. O.J. Simpson probably not going to win the Heisman anytime soon either. Nicole Brown Simpson, no more beauty pageants for you. (laughs) Ron Goldman won't win waiter of the year. It's just those kind of things. We we already knew that John Benet is not going to win any more pageants. This is something Colin doesn't need to tell us. But, you know, he's very thorough in his research, so. Paul Walker's not going to win any uh, Oscars <laughs> right, anytime right. soon. No Oscars for Paul. <laughs> Although, maybe a posthumous like a Lifetime Achievement Award from uh, some Arboretum. <laughs> the trees win. Trees won. Paul zero. <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird, that's a weird one to throw out there. So, what are you going to do? Everybody's in on this. All my emails are like, I want to keep scoring my wife. She's ballooned. I don't need it. Like, that's your problem. You should have breaded that situation early on. Did don't somebody bread say breaded? It. Don't yeah. bread it. Yeah, breaded. Breaded. Breaded? Breaded. Not breaded. Yeah, breaded. Breaded. breaded, huh? I didn't know you could bread your wife. No, no, not that. Tempura. She's lightly battered. But, you know, the uh, bread. Careful with that one. I know. You're going to lightly, lightly batter your wife at all times. Yikes. If you're going to bread her, lightly batter her for your own weight. But right, if you've got a wife who ballooned and you're upset about it, that's just you got to start a little Vietnam at home. It's a tough. You got to go in there and go. All right, you got a name palms. I'm in. I'm in the. I'm just got to deal with the repercussions. I'm going to piss off the enemy. Baby, you got to drop some weight. And same with women. If you don't like the way a guy looks, don't don't get upset and tell your friends. Tell him you're not looking so sharp. You're fat now. I'm not attracted to you. <laughs> That's hard. I'm just saying it. <laughs> Sorry. That's hard to do. Hey, honesty's the best policy with dicking around. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember I was in a car with somebody once and Megan did something, one of Meganisms. It was just dopey. And I'm and I she got out of the car and I'm like, she drives me nuts because she did something silly and had to kind of do it again. And it was funny, but I'm like, oh, she drives me nuts. Door closes and he goes, At least she didn't get fat. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. I was like, this was a light moment, and it got heavy quick. Speaking of getting heavy quick, my wife. All right, we get it. I don't know how to tell her. She'll start crying. 
And it's and nothing better. Look at her when she's walking back from the QT. Look at her. Whoops. With some ho hos and a yeah. super big gulp. <laughs> yeah, and the whole time I'm watching this guy like sip drinks, and she'd get up and walk, and his his face looked like somebody just shoved a lemon in his mouth. Mm. There it goes. <laughs> but I've seen plenty of women with husbands who are like, "Wow, remember when your husband was in great shape?" So it works out either way. Put the insurance policies on that. Brady, I know the fear of God is in you now that there's a possibility that you could get halved and then double halved. 80% to 20%. Here you go. I'm going to do some sit-ups today just in case this policy gets kicked in. I'm going to have abs. I'm going to be better. I'm getting that 90%. And then there's just a clause like, wow, this guy's putting all the... He's 95%. You're a 5% loss. I'm out. I love her, but you can't beat these prices. (laughs) I'm never going to get this deal again. There's the start for me There's and Lisa. With Lisa. About a year in. At a poorly attended up. event. Where are you? Roller derby. Oh, yeah. What a date. <laughs> Boy, big spender. You took her to roller derby? Man. It was her idea. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that's Why a, is that at a 20,000-seat arena? That's at the Madhouse on McDowell. Why is that at a 20,000-seat <laughs> arena? I don't know. That could have been the Gilbert High Gym. <laughs> Baby, I got two tickets to the roller derby, and one has your name on it. Awesome. You want to bring a date? Huh? <laughs> Just checking. The last lady liked to bring dates. That, yeah, you look about the same. Watch I'm a little heavier there. Yeah, you might be a little fatter in that picture. Were you watching your ex on the derby team? <laughs> oh, my God. She did decimated on the derby team. Oh, my God. The Maricopa Screamers. Oh, my God. Every match is a bloody loss. <laughs> and once again, Don Toledo, the last man standing. She's the a carnage, the carnage in her wake was unbelievable. Let's get the trophy out there. I did it! You, Toledo! <laughs> She's got the mic talking and smack. There's her patented catchphrase. <laughs> you, Toledo. We don't know what it means. We just assume she hates Ohio like the rest of us. There's a t-shirt we could yeah. raise millions for. Oh, my for God. The, you, Toledo. One eyebrow goes up. Yeah. <laughs> you, Toledo. Whole crowd's in on it. Yeah. Can you smell what Don's been cooking? <laughs> you, Toledo. You jabroni. I would watch that. You took her to roller derby. Was the first date? No, 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 no. That was about maybe a year in. But you were tipping scales a little bit heavier probably than you are right now. Yeah. Yeah. We had just, you and She's I exactly the same, by the pretty way. Pretty much. You just shown me that and said, what year is it? I mean, today. Yeah. Like, she looks exactly we, the same. Uh, I think you and I had just stopped, or I had just stopped boxing with Ray. Oh, okay. About six months before that. Huh. And I put on the pounds. Yeah. Missed weight for your next fight. Yep. Making weight, making weight in a marriage. Every three years, you got to go through the marriage gauntlet. It's like American marriage warriors. You got to go through a physical fitness. To I'd start losing that. I got two new hips and two new shoulders. I don't know how I actually feel better than I was. Like I'd have failed the last one. My range of motion was zero. Now I think I'm in pretty good shape. Brady's contacting Cordell and Cordell. I don't know what's going on. He just got to his phone. Looks Evidently, someone heard about the uh, or hasn't heard about the oh. heat stroke. Oh, oh well, it's just yeah, it's canceled. So just shut up. It's an interesting text here. He wanted to yeah. bring something to the golf tournament. Uh-oh. Oh, so he thought we were talking about the tournament yeah. happening. <laughs> well. What's he bringing? Flame for us? Yeah. If you're going to bring it up, yeah, you what, tell what is us. This? I, and I'm not sure. Who, hi, this is John. Uh, we have a mutual friend. 
uh, Brian Brees. Okay. Uh, can I bring porn stars to the Heat Stroke Open? <laughs> yes. We'll meet you at the course. Yeah, I'll tell them it's a go. It's back on. <laughs> By the way, folks, screw the liabilities. We're doing this. <laughs> yes. Hole in one. We're making it happen. Anyway. Uh, it's 722. There you go. That's an odd discussion about banging cars turned into how fat Toledo used to be. <laughs> and his ex-wife got him. Now, what would have ha- happened in your uh, last uh, marriage at the end? Who put on the weight? Who did what to what? Because you gained some weight. Did she? What, did she come into that uh, well, thing and leave it the same space? And, no, no, she no, was no, no. much bigger. After yeah, after Alex, she put she put on some pounds. And there is some grace for babies. Oh sure, you know. So we we go. Hey, look, you had a kid, so we're going to put that on. Give you. me give me a number of months on that, John. Well, you got a year to lose. Mm, okay, to, to, oh, you can. We'll, we'll give you. <laughs> it was two and a half when we divorced. <laughs> You're never going to be the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can get down within twelve to fifteen pounds of your nope. Pre- Miss that checkup. All right, that's it. Then she missed her checkup. Miss all right, that there you checkup. go. That's all I'm asking. I'm, I'm just setting parameters. I hear you. That seems reasonable. In two years, you should be within 10 or 12 pounds of pre-baby Way weight. Gone, baby. Triggers. Okay. Gone. Triggers right here. Triggers. 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 Bounce. Okay, so she. So you'd have gotten a much healthier payout in the end. Yeah, and on the flip side, I put on some, but but right. not not at the, the same ratio. Back, yeah. But you didn't have a baby, so you didn't have as so you should have been dead either. No, you did not have a baby. I I, took care of a baby. Look, as much as we bitch about women pulling that, (laughs) men having paternity leave for six months and gaining baby weight is the worst thing in the world. (laughs) I hate when dudes act like, "Well, I had a baby too." No, you didn't. You were there for it. That's it. That's I like wasn't me. a great influence on Ronnie, right, when we started going out. You were a terrible she influence some, on me. Yeah. She put on some working with, and then she Trust me, on. working with Brady for the first couple of years was great fun because somehow or another, we had breakfast in here every day. <laughs> I remember the day it ended for me. We were at Costco. Enough! And you got on a scale, and I got on a scale, and I was four pounds lighter than you. And Joe Libman grabbed my right boob, and he goes, these are getting nice. <laughs> and I said, I'm doing something about this. And I started running marathons. You guys are four pounds apart? Yep. No way. 391 wow. pounds. And I said, this was ends today. Well, we were getting, that was when Krispy Kreme first opened, and we were getting five dozen Krispy Kremes a morning at the door. Remember that? It was yeah, every yeah, day. All liver, yeah. It was horrible. Because that first one was over there in Tempe, yeah, like and a block from the station. couldn't cook them and give them to us fast enough. Yep. And for whatever room, then we had interns all the time. We'd, we'd get tired of them and send them out for breakfast every day. Carl's Jr. Bagels. Carl's Jr. What Ju- are we having? Costco pizza. <laughs> we had songs. <laughs> we were pigs. And we went to Costco to get a pizza and climbed on one of those giant Toledo scales, ironically. Yep. Bree's like, look at that. <laughs> New record. <laughs> and I got on there and I'm like, I think the scale's stuck on your number. It's real close to it. I'm like, well, this is me. And then later that week, Joe Libman grabbed my boob and lifted it with the palm of his hands. Ooh, These are getting he gave you nice. A and I didn't realize oh. how fat I'd gotten. Within six months, I went from 241 wow. to 190. Wow. Because I didn't eat UCLA, anymore. You did the UCLA cheerleader Because I looked diet. at Brady and I said, no offense, but you're everything I never want to be. And I ran around the globe once. <laughs> Replace my yeah. hips. I can't run. I don't I care. Can't... It worked. Yeah. Throw new hips back, shoulders. I don't care. I'm never going to be you. I never want the... This is staring at me 
like it was like death just going, <laughs> see you in a few weeks. <laughs> the sickle swing. Rap, rap, rap. The Toledo on the door. just had a sickle swing <laughs> right past my head and I ducked it. I'm like, I got to do something. I was horrified. And I didn't realize it. That was a scary part. It happened so quick. I'm like, I didn't even realize I'd done that. Marathon training the next week. And I'd never run in my life. And that's all I did for like forever. That was in June or July, and then by January, it was like 190 for the for the marathon. Brutal. It can be done. So my point being, ladies, enough with the baby talk. <laughs> that was huge. And it doesn't look right on me at all. Brady's kind of built like that. Like, you're fire plugging. You can do it. It, John, looks, nice me and- on you. it looks nice on you. <laughs> you hold it well. Nobody grabs your cans and goes, man, I want to squeeze those together and make a movie. John, me and my wife both ballooned up for the last seven to eight years. Two years ago, I started dropping weight and hitting the gym. Now I have a lot of attention, and the wife is still a balloon. <laughs> oh, should have definitely preened up that S with a well, weight clause. Who what? knew? Ouch! Yeah, you're feeling good about yourself, and now you're looking around, going, "Where's the Where's the motivation? Where's the pride?" And she's looking at you like, "Great, yeah, I got Jacqueline in the house." That's a tough one. Yeah. Anyway. I've been married almost 30 years, boys. I'm just happy I'm not riding the bus. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Is, is that to your car? You're married to your car? <laughs> Why the, the automotive car still running? It's not a salvage title. I don't know. Are you? She's the size of a bus. Yeah. Are you <laughs> Jerome Bettis? <laughs> that ends this conversation. I'm confused by that. So let me get this straight. We're throwing out the term lemon now. Yeah. And uh, is that because it's funnier or does it make it more stabby? <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently his wife calling her a lemon. She's going to stab. Oh, no, it's going to increase murders. <laughs> My plan would increase murders like crazy because once you find out you're a 30 percenter before he files papers. You, you go. You, he go. You kill him. Get that 100 back. <laughs> Pretty funny, you're thirty percent. You got a mirror for Christ's sake, right? I mean, and how about you know, this then? To you know when you're thirty percent, deactivate the murder situation uh, when it's officially registered that you are now an eighty and your spouse is a twenty. Uh, any murder, eighty percent of that goes to the charity of his choice. You don't get it. <laughs> you're twenty percent in. Now you keep it together, and everybody try harder. Everybody be in a better spot. Are you having sex regularly? I haven't seen that thing, and I don't want to. Since Christmas last year. All right. That's not a good answer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. John, every couple spots this out in the wild. They just don't call it what it is. We're looking at the other yeah. competition and saying, don't become that yep. or become that. Yeah. And we all act like it's, you know, some sort of a fairy tale. But we all look around and go, oof, that one's, that one's uh, to- that's totaled. Now, there could be some uh, debate on the scale of, you know, it turns to 70, 30 or 80, well, 20 down. or whatever. Because when you start bringing in aftermarket parts and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. No, you get your money back for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. you got to factor some of that. The BBL, You know, and uh, behavioral issues, too, or yeah. permanent dings and dents that can never be, you know, this car's been refurbished. And, uh, you know. Well, then it's a salvage title. Right, but not yeah. necessarily salvage, but if, you know, somebody's done something really stupid and you, know, you crashed the car once, but we got it fixed, it wasn't totaled, you're never getting that 20% back. You're always going to fight from a baseline of 30 there's fairness in this. I've thought it through in the last minute or two <laughs> since we invented this policy. Because that should be a lawyer. That dude we'll have it done by the end of the week. I think I could be. You actually. should be. I think I could. We'd be. have our golf tournament back. So much studying. So many books. 
Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there? All man? right. Speaking of which, this is brought to you by Action Ride Shop, and their e-bikes are on sale. Pivot just released their new shuttle AM e-bike. Uh, they got it in stock over at Action Ride Shop right now. Plus, uh, other select e-bikes are on sale with markdowns up to 30% off MSRP. So... If you got a 30%er, get her into Action Ride Shop. Get her ass on a bike, would you? All right, actionrideshop.com is where you got to go. They'll, Josh and the boys will take care of you. This guy says, you've hit my pigger trigger. Ooh. Uh, kid is three years old, and my wife's still 90 pounds heavier. Uh, she's only around to watch the kid while I'm at work, to be honest. I, <laughs> like The kid doesn't even like spending time with her. Yep. He chose to play by himself in his room instead of with her. She's a glorified babysitter, and I'm supposed to want to bang that. Uh, so I'm going to stop talking about this before I ruin my day. You got about a year, bro, before, before that kid gets into kindergarten, and then she's got no excuse. Oh man, he started an email. To, he started an email to us like, "Yeah, I'm kind of in this. I'm going to go ahead and stop this email because right now I'm thinking about swallowing bullets. I'm supposed to want to bang that. That's a tough one. That's a tough one." Uh, On the list, uh, you know, tons of stuff talking about the uh, golf tournament being canceled. Clash, I fought the law. Uh, Dead's anti-everything, which seems like pretty fitting. Uh, Shoot to thrill, in case we have that active shooter out there. (laughs) Uh, uh, Faith No More, Shine Down Avatar, Mudvayne, Megadeth, Slipknot. I don't know, Disaster Piece. I'm sure it's something I'd have to ninja finger. Might have to ninja finger. Uh, Anti-everything seems about right. right. Doesn't it? Dead? I think so. They you didn't hear us this morning, we had to cancel our golf tournament for legal reasons. It's the stupidest thing in the world. Permit paperwork did not get put in in time. We cannot have it. It's so bad. But we're working on it. We'll fix it. And we're going to get something else involved and get that Humane Society some cash. If I have to pull it out and write a check myself to embarrass the company, I'll do it. They need to write. In my humble opinion, this company needs to write a check to the Humane Society for false promises. We should pen it to stroke a check and go, here, here's half of what we gave you last year as just good faith. We'll try to make it up for you and, and, and stuff we redo. That would be something that would make my tear fall right down my cheek and say I work for great people. Because I know I do. And they goofed it up. And they should, they should stroke a check to the Humane Society so they don't lose. They're the big losers in this. And that sucks. That would be the right thing to do. And I'll kick in. I'll definitely part of that if they do it i'll do it how about that they do it i'll do it if not i'll still do it and i'll just be quiet about it and then they'll never win awards for uh, charity events (laughs) which they die to do uh it's anti-everything this is dead like our tournament it's 98 kupd arizona's most powerful powerful rock radio station You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? They can't do it. I tried that. Trust me. <laughs> I've gone down that road too. Uh, too yeah. Well, you're gonna get. You're gonna get the IRS. Brady, the IRS is coming for you. That's all. How did we get on a tax talk between breaks there? Because <laughs> yeah. system of a down is so political. Damn it. A guy emails me. He says, uh, "Hey Holmberg, I haven't enjoyed the topics this morning at all." My wife is a physical therapist and athletic trainer. It's tight. She keeps it tight, smoking hot. I'm a mechanic. Nice. I eat out for lunch every day. All right. Shamefully look down at myself during a conversation and grab my cans. I'm 6'2", <laughs> 250, great rack. I got to change. 
I'm still laughing at your show, but with shameful tears running down my cheek. I never want to be Brady either. Now that's not right. <laughs> Something's got to change. It's time for a 3 a.m. wake up so I can go on a bike ride. I haven't touched that thing in over a year. That sounds like a 90-10 relationship. Yeah. Well, you're in a 90-10. This is going to suck. If I sent you some tasteful George Costanza-style nudes, would you publicly shame me on the air? I think this will motivate me, son, Ryan. Ryan, you get on that bike. Take it over to Action Ride Shop. Get it tuned yep. up. And and we'll pass on the nudes for now. Yeah, I don't need your nudes. <laughs> I believe you're fat. You don't have to show me. I'll take your word for it. But you're, yeah, like Brett said, nice on the PT there. <laughs> she got a nice PT at home. She's keeping it tight. You know, least you could do is hop on the bike and help her out a little bit. Get down to 200. Get down to two. 250 to two, you can do that. Yeah, start throwing the, up your food. Now. Yeah, start yeah. throwing up your food. You're a 20 percenter. You're putting in 20 percent of the effort. You're at that weight where bulimia, like you, people, that's not healthy. Well, neither's your weight. So balance it out. Let's get rid of one for the other. Uh, how about it? I'm all for the magnesium citrate diet. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report, brought to you by Hooters, and all you can eat wings are back to pre-pandemic pricing. Oh my God! It's been since the pandemic I haven't been able to do all you can eat wings, but now I can do it. Uh, every Wednesday at Hooters, all the wings you can eat for just fifteen ninety nine per person, dine in only. That's how all you can eat works, and we'll see you at Hooters. Brady reported. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Book Lovers Day. Nope. Ugh. <laughs> Yuck. Nope. Books are for suckers. When they invented radio and TV, books went out the window for me. You can read it to me, I'll take it, but books on tape are the best invention ever. Got a couple of baseless fun facts. 16 of our 100 U.S. senators are 75 or older. It's the oldest it's ever been, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah, they had some stats. Five or at least 80, and then you got Diane Feinstein. Uh, she's, she's, 90 I'm, she's she is not alive. They showed her a picture of her the other day. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Biden gets all the guff, but she needs to. They've got her Sorry, hooked Diane. up to a. They've got like electrodes a in re-animator. her back. And then a battery in a fish tank, just keeping her shaking. Like it, she is not. Still doesn't compare to uh, Strom Thurmond back in the day. He represented be. South Carolina in the Senate until he was 100 years old. And on my last day. Homosexuals were still not able to go out in public. I kept America great. What happened when you died? The homosexuals got all party activated and started putting the peepees and t- all over the place. Should I be- never would have had a homosexuality and never would. Gross. Now you got poop wieners all over the place. Thank you, Barack. <laughs> he was he was hateful. Towards just about any change this country wanted to have, and it just kept winning. 100. Machu Picchu was built in 1450, which means it's younger uh, than Oxford University. Is that right? Yeah. Machu Picchu popped up after Oxford? Yep. Wow. How far advanced was England compared to that? Why are you living on that hill? I, I, Machu Picchu looks great on TV, but I've people who go there always say, well, you have to stay, and then you have to climb a little bit and acclimate. I'm like, you do? Oh, yeah, it's very high oh, up. Yeah. And so you can't climb all the way to the top without a day of acclimation. Or you'll, I'm like, I'm not interested in this. sounds like work. Like pain in the ass. Is there a helicopter Marcus ride in? Yeah. Can I chop her in? No. I, I, well, you wouldn't be actually. There's a chance you'd pass out. Or, so what? Yeah. I'd rather pass out not trying than try to climb Machu Picchu. 
It looks good on TV. I get all I need from that on TV. Besides that the and the whole thing, the, the people that want to get in the caravan of climbing to do uh, Everest, you take about two months out of your life. Well, that makes sense. You take sense. three weeks to acclimate Machu on Pichu, one level. Nobody goes to Peru for two months. You get that maybe a week. A woman in Detroit named Evelyn Overton found a recipe for cheesecake in the newspaper in the 1940s. She started selling the cheesecakes at a bakery in L.A., which your son turned into the first location of the Cheesecake Factory. Oh. In a new survey, 66% of people say they tune their TV subtitles, they turn them on. 60%? Oh. 66%. Pisses me off. I hate having to read and yeah. listen to a show. I'll, I noticed um, Kirby was doing it on some of her programs, but um, That's you mostly on the English ones, <laughs> if there's a heavy English accent, right. Right. I put them on on that, and that helps out to follow right. the... I don't, mind if, you're missing, I don't mind if it's on in a bar or something like, you right. know, sports is up, okay, fine, but like at home, no. It has to be a pretty heavy accent for me to want to do that, and then I'm starting to lose interest in the show. Of those, uh, you know, the 66%, 13 say they always have it on. No kidding. I don't like that at all. I do it sometimes, though. It's on there every once in a while. Because some shows are, like, recorded funny. I've noticed a lot of shows will be so low that I have yeah. it up to, like, 90. There's a couple of those Disney shows that were like that. You can barely hear the it. The Mandalorian was like that. And then something will happen and your whole house explodes. Yep. Taco Bell is opening a $5 million taco tab. Huh? Offering free Doritos Locos tacos oh. in honor of the liberation of the Taco Tuesday. Remember, they were in a lawsuit for years because Taco John's had it trademarked for 34 years. Right. Um, to Taco so Tuesdays. all 49 states. Everybody's now. You can get uh, the Doritos Locos on Tuesdays. Tuesdays. There's the, 50 the, states. Yeah. What about the other One states? state, New Jersey, is a hold off because this guy, um, Gregory's Restaurant and Bar in Summers Point, New Jersey, owns the trademark in that oh, state. Of course they do. Of course, it's Jersey. Gotta pay a How, you doing? Extra. How you doing? How you doing? Taco Tuesday ain't free here. You yeah. Go through me. You want your free tacos? You gotta go through Vinny. <laughs> this is a little follow. Not up. so fast, there, uh, Bean Counter. Whoa. <laughs> you heard me. He heard me. Whoa. You heard. Now get on your stolen bike and ride over to your lawyer's place and see if you can get it. Wrestle this uh, trademark away from me. Good luck. Adios, amigos. <laughs> Taco Tuesday's mine now. They would counter with lasagna Thursday. Oh, that's a bridge too far. <laughs> this is a follow-up. You remember the story about Subway uh, having that contest if you change your name to Subway? Yeah. Oh, what 10,000 people offered to change their names <laughs> in 96 minutes. <laughs> By the way, in Jersey this week, I noticed Taco Bell has something called Your Mother's Gravy is Free. These mother... Picked the wrong fight. <laughs> Taco Bell's your mom's gravy day. All right, all right. You can have Taco Tortellini Thursday. You leave my mother out of this. You should get on that. <laughs> Copyright Thursday. That. Tortellini Thursday or Tortellini Tuesday and just go after the taco people. Taco oh, people. That's a mafia. That's a slur, know. isn't it? Two mafia battle. Taco people has to be a slur. That should get somebody removed from the radio. <laughs> And I didn't say it. I think if enough. I got kicked off the air for something like that, I'd be like David Berkowitz when the media said, what do you think? I'm like, what took you so long? 
uh, tragedy stuck in, uh, struck in Bergamo, Italy. An Italian cheesemaker, Giacomo, Ciparini. Giacomo. Giacomo, yeah. I like Him Giacomo, too. though. Giacomo. He's an Italian cheesemaker. He died Sunday being crushed by thousands of wheels of rounds of the Grana Padano cheese. I've never heard of it. So a bunch of wheels yeah, of cheese think... fell down on the guy. At the time of his death, there was about 10 corridors of uh, floor-to-ceiling shelves with approximately 1,600 rounds per corridor. That's what Whoa. those are called? A wheel yeah. is called a round? Yep. It's unclear the initial collapse, but they said it was like domino effect. Yeah. It took uh, the crew 11 hours to finally find his oh my God. <laughs> crushed wow. corpse. But I know your question, Brady, and the only research uh-huh. you probably did here. Is the cheese okay? Cheese is fine. All right, good. That's how Brady wants to go. Dust it off. It was all in plastic. We're good. <laughs> would, that be, would that be an ultimate death for you? Looks like I'm going to have to eat my way out. <laughs> no, it, it's kind of similar. Like, you know, loved what you did. That, you know, died doing yeah, what you yeah. loved. Living in a pile of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a Parmesan or a Romano. It's just, yeah. dude, is that what that is? Top. Yeah. If you could be buried in a food, Stinky what would it cheese. be? If you had to eat your way out of a, of, if you were in a pickle, pickle, pickle. <laughs> and you had to eat your way out, what would you want that to be? Um, You know, uh, pasta's okay. You buried in pasta. pasta. What kind? Any. Like spaghetti, just straight up? Spaghetti, bolognese, <laughs> fettuccine <laughs> Alfredo. You do some work. So in order for I you could, to be I, I'd, I'd alive. I'd my way pretty heavy out of bowl of gnocchi. All right, somebody has to do a lot of cooking. What I'm saying is like a food falls on you, not like a whole... Pizza? A, pi- a giant pizza could right, fall on me. It has to be cooked. You're not understanding. Like oh. a food, like the wheels of cheese have fallen on this guy. What's and you're you're going for just your favorite meal. I'm saying like yeah. you're buried in a thing, in a warehouse. Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its. A whole yeah. load of Cheez-Its. Okay. <laughs> I'd, I'd bet you'd make your way out of that. <laughs> we'd, we'd see Brady <laughs> tomorrow. Yep. I'd bet you'd make your way out this. of that. believe this. The Cheez-It factory fell on me. I yeah, I heard okay about that. Goldfish. I got out. <laughs> I, I saw it on the news. The entire Cheez-It factory collapsed. And they Lost said there were a lot of product, Brady. There were no survivors. <laughs> there was one. I was eating all the Cheez-Its. I ate all of them. They're all gone. I don't know if you were looking for it, but glizzies would fall down low, pretty low on the list. You don't want hot dogs? You want I, want I, could be, I can't They're go like shelf-stable, though. You'd be in like a... Well, well, if it was just a warehouse of glizzies, let's just, oh, for yeah. the benefit of argument, say that they were all stacked up on shelves. <laughs> and Brady would be touring that. Because the Wienermobile was in town yesterday. My pool guy took a picture and goes, how close is Brady? And I'm like, I don't know where you are, but he's within five minutes of that thing. I guarantee you. I've received five photos. You got a bunch of five different people. The Wienermobile is here, and people are looking for you. And then Jose photoshopped me next to the. (laughs) We turned it into the glizzy wagon. Your head on it. We got a guy, a 66 year old man from Austin, Texas. Um, He was in Utah's Arches National Park, and he uh, succumbed to heat stroke while on a journey to scatter his father's ashes. Hope he checked with the lawyers on that one. Yeah, he has a terrible, terrible heat stroke, which is part of the name of the goddamn tournament. I'm sorry, sorry didn't sorry, mean that. That's your fault. Triggers. I got triggers. <laughs> this is an, uh, an Arizona S bag of the year. This My is in the United triggers. States. <laughs> what up, triggers? <laughs> I've got them. <laughs> sorry. This woman was flying out of Pittsburgh last Friday morning, heading off on 
a vacation to some resort, and she had her seven-year-old French bulldog with her. She tried to claim the dog was an emotional support animal, but it wasn't. So they told her she had to uh, put the dog in a crate. Right. She apparently done zero research and was just pushing it in a stroller. Instead of dealing with it, she just left the dog in the parking lot and boarded the plane and took off to... She just left it? Left an asshole. Airport worker found the dog sitting in the stroller. It's mine now. Near short-term parking at 5.30 in the morning. Um, She did leave it some food and water, but the worker said the dog looked very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Police took it in, got it to an animal shelter. They found a microchip, but weren't able to get in touch with the owner. Good. She's on a plane. Probably because she's sipping on mojitos in the Bermuda. Cops say will likely face, uh, she will likely face animal abandonment charges. Good. When she gets back. Jail time. $1,000 is the fine. Uh, the There's a ton of people that responded and said, we'll take the dog. Absolutely. Here's a picture of the it's dog. It's going to be adorable. You're oh, going to break my heart here. French poodle, oh. Or a French bulldog. Yeah, seven-year-old French bulldog. Oh. There he is in oh, the parking lot. Oh, he looks completely lot. miserable. Yeah, and then... Here he is back at the station. Oh, man. Yeah, this. I hope this lady's They got a picture of the pig that left him there? Yeah, well, how no, do they not they, have a photo of her? Yeah. Aww. Awful, awful human being. Jesus. Just, I know. Just an awful... My Frankie, my dog, when I, I was at the pound to check on another dog that was on the E-list, dude wouldn't pay the fee to drop the dog off. So he tied him to a fence outside of the pound in Mesa... And put some uh, a blanket and a thing of water and said, somebody will pick him up. And I'm like, I'm like what did you do with the dog? And he goes, he's over there. Do good or do your job, Mr. Do good. Oh. And I'm like, and me and this other guy were right in his face. Like, are you kidding me? Where did that little dog go? He's 13 pounds. He's knocking my daughter over all the time. I don't want him in my house. He's crazy. He's 13 pounds. Your daughter's that fragile. So I went over and there's the, uh, July. It was this July 2nd, 2012. And he's tied to a fence on the freeway on-ramp with a bowl of water and a thing. Didn't even like a sign. I'm like, all right, I'll take him. I went back. I said, what's his name? He goes, Paco. And I'm like, it's Frank now. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. People are horrible. Let's get to some pretty videos. Before that, we have a text, and you need to solve somebody's problem. Oh, boy. Well, guys, you did it. (laughs) Uh I'm in a pickle. Pickle, pickle, pickle. My wife just texted me and said, hey, you listening to KUPD right now? Uh, uh, I respond back, "Uh, yeah, I am. She replies back with, Okay, what do you think? Oh, no. Uh, Don't answer that. You're be- it's a trap. He <laughs> says, should I reply back with new number who dis? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just send her a dick pic. <laughs> send her a dick pic. I love you. you. Yeah, I love you, baby. I'm thinking about you. Look, hard as a rock. Do not answer that question. It's a trap. <laughs> First radio video is some guy's trying to hot dog hold on a second i do have to say this i think we can all agree whenever your wife calls and says you listen to these idiots all you have to say is uh yeah they're stupid like we're fine with that you go ahead and say oh yuck yeah i am idiots i hate those guys they're funny but i hate when they do this oh, they're no, so that's wrong. the pussy way out. i know no but way. just take it because you just no get way. it off your desk you want to break this news to someone Uh oh john what's the e-list oh god yeah, you don't want to know. It starts a whole thing. It's the list of dogs that will be euthanized. They have it online. 
Exactly. You can oh, go see man. the list of death. It's brutal. Thanks for that. Got First it. radio video is a uh, guys that don't get a chance to hot dog on their scooters and motorcycles because they're taking a wet wave. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. There's water all over yeah. the road. On oh, the ocean. Jesus, they're right next to the ocean. And all, a whole bunch of motorcycles just washed up. <laughs> Look at even the buses turning. Nope. <laughs> is this in a regular country? No. No, because, yeah, we're in the left lane with an arrow pointing forward. It's a regular so we're, 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 in a wrong, we're in the wrong place. We're in a terrible place. Well, they built the road in the ocean. So. That's hilarious. Oh, don't forget, we used to do that here with the riverbeds, too. What? Oh, yeah. You're, you know? right. You're right. We got it figured out, though. Yeah, finally, yeah. We went modern. People are asking for their money back at this uh, circus event. It's the old cannon shot. Oh, right. Watch this, went this poorly. failure. This went bad. Guy in a cannon. Oh, oh, he oh, God. oh, he made it just over the people into the side of the ring. Here comes the ringmaster. Oh, PT is not going to be happy with this. All right, there, buddy. Turn out the lights. Three, two, one. Sadly, oh. it looks like me masturbating. It's just kind of a pathetic <laughs> at the end. and You expect a giant shot like in porn, but Did you no. need to reach your tummy? No, it just looks like a, a five-year-old with the flu. <laughs> I guess that's my enjoyment for the day. This is a dude that's uh, watching a bike race on, you know, the scooters that follow along. He's not paying attention to the guy that's running. Uh-oh. He's totally looking at the bike and he just takes the dude out. Is him. That's not good at all. Last one's uh, another kid getting hurt, learning to ride the... Oh, right. uh, Riding his little scooter? Yeah, little He's scooter. Got a little electric. Tiny. Oh, no, that's a gas power. The gas is like a little 25. It gets going pretty good, and then, you know, dad can't keep up with it. Baby motorcycle for a little baby. Off he goes. He's found the throttle. The kid knows how to ride. He's good. Oh, this is not going to end well. You didn't teach him brakes. Oh, a little kamikaze. <laughs> sound. A little kamikaze into the chain link. What did you expect? Teach him brakes first. And defense, Watch so the this. kid did have a helmet and everything. Else, so. Oh, he took a shot. <laughs> yeah, he was all decked out for that. Oh, yeah. You think he's done riding for the day? <laughs> you got to get back up on this. Hey, what's the worst that can happen next? About as bad a start as you can expect. Go that way. Go that way. Oh, Let God. Go. Let go. Let go. You know what I like? The moment Dad realizes I can't keep up, yep, I quit. He just quits. And I got to watch it happen. He tries, he tries running next to him for a minute, and he's like, yep. oh, well, this is a late-term abortion now. And the kid's hands go up before he crashes like he knows. Oh, that's phenomenal. I enjoy that too much. Go that way. He's alive, though, so. He's alive. Hopefully his next scooter uh, has a little computer so he can still talk to his parents. You can check those out on our Facebook page. They want to uh, talk to you about the motorized vehicles. What is it, Scotty? I'm in a pickle, pickle, pickle. (laughs) All right, Bert, go. All right, put your seatbelts on. Oh, no. Brett's bringing the gems today. Throwing some Wednesday hardballs. We'll, we'll start. We'll start nice and easy. This okay. is a uh, gun safety. This one to is very film? important. No, nah, well, maybe in a little bit. At not this end, one. Right, get your cameras ready. Get your popcorn ready. Gun safety video from Brett. He's got a shotgun. He's uh, using the butt of it. He's got his hands. The shotgun oh, is facing him while he's gigging for fish. Oh no. yeah. Oh, oh shine the thigh. Oh, the Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The is exactly right. Dasta Faleka. All right. All right. And uh, oh, we got multiple angles going. Brady's got a camera. 
Toledo. And this one. Oh, this is the one? No, well, no, there, there's we got a couple of them. Okay, all right. Then I'll wait. You can do all three if you want, but uh, this one. Ooh, I'm worried. This one's a little motorcycle safety in one of those not real countries. Oh, yeah, one of those fake countries. Yeah. All right. A uh, little, you know, nice little, oh, oh, kid falls off. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, his head's ah! stuck between the engine and the back uh, tire. No, no, the head's okay. Head's okay. Until. Is it his arm? What's in there? His hair? I don't know what's happening. Oh, you'll there. see. Like it's all wound Wait till the up. end. Wait oh God! All oh, the hair's in there. The hair's in there. The arm's been torn oh! off. Completely and utterly torn off. <laughs> wow! Awesome. Now it hits her. Ow. Oh my God! And now what's Dad got to do? I pull, pull the arm pull out the of the spokes. Oh, Are you? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> the kids just walking around. They're wow. missing an arm. Yeah. <gasps> wow! Wow! It's like a Monty Python sketch. All right, that one's bad, but this all right. is the. Uh, uh, All right, here we go. Go live. We got two, but uh, this one's a little train safety for you. All right. Oh, guy on a train track just sitting there. Oh, no. Kind of minding his own. What? Uh, Why do you just... You can see shadows. Of- oh, my God, that was fast. Wow. That was really fast. Oh. Would you like a replay, just in case you missed it the first time? That was really fast. Oh. Obliterate. <laughs> Damn it. Wow. I laugh at these now. <laughs> but, you know, you get that when you sit on train tracks. Yeah, exactly. What's what do you the expect? only thing that can oh. go by? Just plow. What do you think? You're going to get hit by a kite? Kite, right? You're on a kite. Yeah, a kite, right. Right. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, a kite. Jesus and, Christ. And, uh... Oh, okay. This, this is one, one just speaks for itself. This is the one. This one just speaks for itself. Rec videos on a Wednesday. Normally, this is Friday they get bad. All right, here we go. Guy took his uh, COVID mask oh, off. He's got a lot of mouth. vomit and oh maggots. My oh, my God. Hey, my baby. Cavity cream. They have eaten his whole, his lip, his gums. I don't even know what that is. That is so repulsive. And why? Somebody's built a mask for it. Oh, God. Did it leave a mark? <laughs> uh, you'll be okay, right? What was the porn search you found that on? <laughs> and we'll just end there. Oh, maggot my hardcore. God. Ah. I misspelled a word and I got this guy with maggots instead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I googled what I thought was something else, but maggot mouth is not what I was intending to spell. Whew. It's like, dude, you got rice in your mouth. Oh! It did. It looked like his... Oh. That's what I was looking at first. My wait a minute. Whoa. Well, good. Now we got something to show Ricky. <laughs> we got plenty of stuff uh, oh, to show Ricky. We'll show Ricky a bunch of them. Uh, Ricky Rackman is here uh, in a little while. We're going to talk to him. He's doing a uh, a spoken word thing that is getting such critical acclaim. It's ridiculous. Like everybody's going bananas over this thing. He's going to be here uh, tonight, right? Yep. Yeah, he's here tonight. He's got stories. I believe in Marquee Theater. He's got stories. It is. <laughs> Dude has stories. Yeah. And Ricky's always been uh, cool to us. He was part of the Racing Rocks thing for so many years on Sundays. And uh, did that. Of course, he's synonymous with MTV, Headbangers Ball, and all that. He was kind of the face of the face of rock. You know, he and was that whole L.A. scene, the oh, cat house. And he all brought that, us yeah. all that. Like, it, like, Ricky was attached to all the things in the 80s and early 90s and stuff. And he's in that documentary I watched a little bit ago called I Want to Rock, and he's great in it. And he's got a couple really interesting takes on that whole, you know, grunge killed 
glam thing. It's good. So uh, Ricky's going to join us a little bit. We'll show him the maggot mouth, and then we'll move on from that. Meantime, that was your Brady Report. I hope you enjoyed it. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Sorry, Ricky's in the middle of the story. Ricky Ragman's here, everybody. This is great. 828 here in the morning sickness. And uh, first off, welcome to KUPD again. I am going to say this, and I know you're probably not going to believe it, but this is my favorite radio station. I have such a long history with KUPD. Yeah. Even when I did the Cat House at After the Gold Rush, I yeah. promote on KUPD. <laughs> and my radio show, Racing Rocks, was on KUPD for like 20 years. For a long, long time. Yeah. yeah. And I actually got a guy who emailed me, and he's like, uh, Racing Rocks not on. I just need to know. Uh, I used to listen all the time. Ask Ricky who he's watching in the playoffs. Who's your guy to win in Phoenix? Uh, Are you still all over it, or since you're not, not as much as I was? Yeah, still, NASCAR's changed a lot, but I mean, you know, it's, I like Ross Chastain. He hasn't made it yet. I mean, Ross Chastain, I like. I like. If you're a betting man and you want to put, you and tell me to put some cash. God, on it's so crazy because Chase Elliott probably isn't even going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But uh, Alex Bowman's unstoppable. I think right. Ross Chastain would be. I'm writing Chastain, guy. guy. All right. Again, I've held you accountable in the past. I don't know if you remember. I'll hold you accountable again because I went and saw you with uh, that band that time. You gave me money back. I don't yeah, remember got, bringing uh, me the change. In pennies. In pen- right. pennies. Because <laughs> I asked I for my money back place. 15 years later yes. for you. And uh, it was the guy from Rat. Who else was it? Oh, yeah. We uh, did Partners, Partners in, in Grind. grind. And you yeah. guys it was me. Concert. It was Tammy from Faster Beats Cat, right. Stephen Piercy from Rat, and Tracy Guns from L.A. Guns. Yeah, and you had a show, and I think it was after the Gold Rush or yeah. the Electric Ballroom. I yeah, don't remember. Ballroom, I think. You convinced everybody to go to it. The Electric Bathroom. Yeah. And not one song. You didn't finish one damn song the whole night. You knew you was. We were watching you rehearse, and I was like, "It was, it was hilarious." It was just like, nine dollars, and you said ah. it was for charity. And you very hilariously brought me a bag of change to give me my money back. <laughs> Which I've always that's appreciated. Awesome. It was awesome. Uh, and right now, you're doing some stuff. That's mm-hmm. I mean, you're all over the place right now. Yes, I, I just watched the documentary on uh, was it on Max? What is that on? Uh, Paramount. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen the documentary? No, it's no. pretty good. You it's should really watch good. it. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. I- I mean, they're, they're, everybody's making documentaries on, like, the 80s, 90s scenes. And, and like, that, there was that book, like, Nothing But a Good Time. And I've said, for anybody that thinks that the 80s and 90s were nothing but a good time, they weren't there. Because yeah. it was an incredible time. But it was also filled with, like, a lot of bad stuff. Horrible. And I talk about a lot about that in my show as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but, I, I mean, everybody's making these things. And, and you know, they're not people that are really part of the scene. But uh, yeah. from what I, I mean... Everybody tells me that that show is really, really it good. It is. So I mean, I you know what's great? It. It's done well. Kip Winger's in it, and we had him on a week after I saw it. And it's like it really opened my – the first thing I said to him was, I'm sorry. Because I was culpable in the whole thing of making Kip Winger the giant joke. Which, you know, in music terms, there's always the band that gets the heat for being right. the, the pussy. They're saying Nickelback is the modern right, yeah. version. But, I mean, it, the dude just wanted the, to be undeserved. entertaining and just got – Beaten like a started baby by Metallica. Seal. Yeah, yep. that was the big. I thing. mean, the only thing consistent in the scene is that the running joke has always been me. So that's kind of been nice. That everybody's. <laughs> it, it was Kip Winger. It went off and on. Now it's just been me since I started. Yeah. So that's and that okay. was okay. How did you? you now we talk about uh, how things happen for you in certain areas. We'll get to that in a minute. But how did it get started for you that you got so tied to that scene? In L.A. in the eighties in the in the rock world. Uh, I was going to clubs. Yeah. My roommate was Tammy, who started Faster Pussycat, right. and. I talk about this a lot in my show of the cliche of we wanted a place to 
hang out, meet girls, and get free drinks. Right. And that's how I created the Cat House. And all of our friends were starting bands at the time like Guns N' Roses. Right. I mean, I, I owe so much of my career to Guns N' Roses. Yeah. And they just, as, as the Cat House got bigger and as the bands, all the bands got bigger, they all brought the Cat House with them. And because I had like a no camera rule, it became this like decadent where people like were having sex like in the bathroom. Safe, yeah. safe doing zone drugs. in a yeah. way It too. became just out of control. And I think because it opened up as a premise of someplace just to have fun and be dirty and sleazy, that's why it got that reputation. And it wasn't like this homogenized rock and roll nightclub right, where everybody right. looks good. It was just like dirty and dingy and... And I rode the wave with everybody else. Right. So it just was a filth house on purpose. It yep. met everything you and Tammy wanted to do. And more. And then some. <laughs> but then everybody went their own, you know, everybody's like, Hattie's, you know, Guns N' Roses are the biggest rock and roll band in the world. Yeah. Everybody has um, bands. And that was, a, I was a huge drug user at the time. And then yeah. I got sober and became obsessed with making the Cat House like a brand that still sells t-shirts worldwide. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So crazy. It's so unbelievable so, to see So that. lucky. And it's such a stamp on a time. Yeah. Like, there's such a strange kind of, and I don't want to compare the two, but like Sun Records is such a stamp on right. an event. And Cat House has that, like, you can't think of it without thinking of that. Sub pop, grunge. It's yep. just these things are synonymous with each other, and Cat House is one of them. Like, yeah, it's I'm crazy. D- I mean, I, I, I tell most of these stories in my show, but I, I think a lot of it was just me being in the right place at yeah. the right time. Yeah. And, and if that's and the a case. a big wave yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It then came. it got it got crazy, and it got like ridiculous. I mean, it was, and then then because I was the guy from the Cat House, they hired me to host Headbangers Ball, yeah. and I had never been on TV. The really, only, the only interview I'd ever done in my life was in a porn mag called Chic, where they called me Hollywood's <laughs> reigning sleaze king. <laughs> me? Were they was, wrong? Huh? Were they wrong at no. the time? No, they no, they were not wrong. And <laughs> it put you additionally on the map. Yeah, right. I mean, I've always had this. I mean, now I couldn't be like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm fairly normalish, except yeah. I'm an old man with a mohawk. Yeah. But you know, we had a reputation back then at the Cat House, and we lived up to it without trying to perpetrate some right. dirty, sleazy rock play. We just were that. I mean, matter of fact, the cat house got so big that we said, okay, we want to do four cat houses out of California. Where should we do it? Arizona, after yeah. the gold rush. Yeah. And the, the Arizona, because everybody knew about what our reputation was, they came here and wanted to live up to it. So yeah. it was almost crazy. It was worse. Yeah. It was the, the, the ones we did after the gold rush were, if anybody listening went to those cat houses, oh, they're not it alive. was so fun. <laughs> those people are still alive. They're, they all died in very tragic If death. anybody that went to the cat, hopefully they passed the stories on to their kids. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. We were passing the stories on to all of us again. And uh, reliving this on stage, and you're doing that tonight. Yes. And it's a one-man show. Yes. And you're up on stage just doing a spoken word. And when I first heard this, I'm like, man, that dude has got... I don't know how much of it has been revealed in the past or how many times you've told these stories. Like, maybe I I don't read... I'm not a regular reader of Chic, so maybe you've told this story before. (laughs) There are so many stories that I tell in this show that are just humiliating and embarrassing <laughs> but for some reason i've told stories that i hadn't told my wife and and the scary thing is in oh. hermosa my parents are going to be there oh. and in hollywood it's going to be and and i mean at the show tonight i was in this 80s band the guitarist is going to be there i've got a couple people that were security guards at cat house that are going to be there tonight uh, a couple people that were in some 80s bands that are now no in, kidding in so you got reunions yeah that's tonight which is going to be weird telling these stories and saying like 
That's the way it was, right? Like talking about this right. story at this Pantera party, and one of the guys that was at the party with me is going to be at the show tonight. So oh. tonight is going to be really, really Are there really ever cool. any moments in the show where somebody in the crowd is like, no, 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 Ricky, that didn't happen that way. That will happen in Hollywood. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> going to have stories about you all shut these your mouth. <laughs> and there's a lot of them are going to be, and it's going to be weird because it's also there's stories that people had not, would never believe but in Hollywood, they they might know about them because right. they happened, you know. And, and I really believe, you know, there's certain stories about certain people that were in my life that are going to be at the show. And I'll be saying, like, that's really how it happened, right? right. You know. And then so. he'll say no. And you're like, get your own show, Chips right. Enough. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> there's no enough enough stories in yeah. my show. Okay, good. All right. Just making sure that Chip isn't heckling. No, no, All right, no. Good. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, who's like, I don't want to give it away because you can go to the show. Uh, it's at Marquee, correct? Or yeah. where, no, uh, it's at the marquee. It's at the marquee. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Way too big. Way too big. Yeah, hurry up because there's only hundreds of tickets left. <laughs> Corey Feldman was there and he sold a hundred, so you should talk. He did. Yeah. God, if I could just sell. Oh, it's so All I want is now. I've got now. I've got a goal. Before I was like, yeah. look, I don't want to. Like the last time I was at the marquee, I saw Lamb of God there. Yeah, it's yeah. like. I, this place is really big, and and not a lot of people know about my show. Why am I playing the marquee? But now that I know that Corey Feldman had a hundred people, <laughs> I was wondering, please, you if you're listening, it. please come to my show at the marquee. As long as I can get to 101 and know that's it. I outsold. I mean, that'll you, be it's like hey, beat Feldman. How, a goal. We've got a goal. That's a goal. It's like, hey, how's Ricky Rackman show? Better than Corey Feldman's. <laughs> that's all I need. You're like, setting a yeah, very reasonable that. standard. Yes, that's, that's, that's all. That's yeah, all. That's and smart. I'll get 99, and then Corey Feldman will like, I drew more than Ricky Rackman. <laughs> <laughs> but battle across the nation. So it's been drawing, though. Like, you've been getting a lot of good crowds. Okay, here's yeah. the craziest thing. I did four shows in Australia. Remember, 10 months ago, I never thought about doing these shows. Wow. I did four shows in Australia. I sold out Sydney, Australia. And Corey Feldman hadn't even been there. And I sold out Sydney, Australia. <laughs> That's what you think. And then, it's <laughs> true. I don't think he sold out. No, no. But I said to the audience, I was like, how many of you people watched Headbangers Ball? And they said, we didn't get Headbangers Ball in Australia. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> yeah. They had known about these crazy stories and wow. heard about me from Guns N' Roses or all Cat these House. And Cat House. And there's a lot of it that isn't even the Headbangers Ball, Cat House. There's a lot of the sex, drugs, rock and roll Times the stupid things I did on the radio, yeah. Oh, yeah. all that stuff that I'll talk about. And it's also about you know having a lot of money and losing everything. You lost it all. Bankrupt. I lost it all. I mean, you hear people, oh, I'm bankrupt, but this is my house. It's like, no, I was in an apartment where they turned the power off, and I was flat. After. Wow. Oh, yeah. I had after to get a j- Headbangers Ball. After oh, yeah. Love after, Line. After, after Love all. Line. After I was on a talk radio show called KLSX. That yeah. was the reason that I lost my job. No and went kidding. Back. Oh, my God, yes. I Were mean, my power turned then? off. What? Were you a user during that time? Nope. Was, Just because you're sober doesn't mean you're not still screwed right. up. Right. Yeah. You know? So it was, it was stupidity after sobriety. Uh, yeah, I still do that. Yeah, but, I do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was, if you don't know the stories I'm going to tell them tonight, yeah. but I think some people, I know Trip knows them. Yeah. And uh, there's some crazy stories that happened. Was Trip involved in a lot of that? You worked with Trip at uh, K-Rock, I worked at right? Trip at K-Rock. The only thing he was involved in that now he says he did not say, but I remember him bringing me to the studio for Love Line. He said, Ricky, you're simply not funny. We're going to bring in Adam Carolla. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> did, he, then, did he call you? When he, I want you to come into the office, Ricky. I sat in the office looking. Yeah. I remember. I don't remember and he just stared at you? Yeah. He's you're like, not Ricky, funny. You're simply not funny. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't remember that. And I, first of all, Trip's that is great. so trip, by Trip the way. is a great, I love Trip. Yeah, I was so great. happy to see him today. Yeah. But I do remember him saying, he'll probably say, that didn't happen. It happened. Well, how but, else would it have but, happened? Huh? How else would it have happened? He's, he's moving you. But what happened is then they had the three of us on the show, and then I left the show to start my own show called The Triple R, which was a talk radio show right. that I did 
in in Hollywood for a while until that had a explosive demise. Extensive um, <laughs> theme here, right? Um, the trend. Yeah. That's why this yeah. the show works. I was very self. I, I, I let's just say I made bad choices yeah. throughout my life. But if those bad choices didn't happen, it wouldn't lead me to where I am yep. here. See, I always wonder. Hopefully, having that. battles with ticket sales against Corey Feldman. So. Right. So that's 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 yeah. where it is. People always say that, and I like hearing it because it's true. Like if the bad things you did led you here, were they worth it? And it's the line from No Country for Old Men: If the if the law you followed the whole way brought you here, was it a good law? Right? Like, was it a right. good thing? Like is that a th- or would it have been better? Yeah. No, you I don't just think so? I, I'm to be where I am right now, yeah. and to be doing. A, I mean. My whole life, I've been surrounded by people with ba- in bands that were talking about going on tour, and I thought it sounded so glamorous and so cool. And I'm old, and I'm going on tour right now yeah. in a van, traveling, <laughs> going up on stage, and being backstage, and filling out a rider, and 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 making last on your passes, rider, huh? What's on your rider? Water. <laughs> oh, come on, man! There's a get some fresh socks, putting like energy drinks, and yeah. you know, a couple of stuff like that. But it's really easy. You see, I'm still like not. Big enough to make demands. It's like I'm so grateful that I get to play shows. I mean, the Hollywood show sold out a couple of weeks ago, but Feldman sometimes makes I go, huh? Feldman makes demands. Uh, of course he does. He draws a hundred. I'm playing ninety. We're gonna get We're you gonna a get jug of brown ale. What, what does Corey Feldman? What's ask on his for? rider? Have you, you? I'm sure you've seen the clips of his show. Well, I went oh. to it. Oh, you went to the whole show. To the okay. show. Was it so? Horrible that it was yes. sort of entertaining. One hundred percent. Yeah, he's going and, back, and I'm going back. He's coming back in October, and I think we're going to hit three hundred people because I've been talking about this thing. It's it's. But the, he lost an angel. Here's the thing. Yeah, his oh. yeah his wife's not well. So she's quitting yeah. the band. They're getting divorced. Here's the thing, though. It's it's so entertaining because he's so delusional that it's an empty room, right? And I and that I admire. I don't well, know how you can get on stage and just go, I'm doing this because I want to. I don't care who's out there. Is that delusional or is it like I've seen certain musicians play in bands that didn't have big crowds and they were pissed at the crowd. It's yeah. like the smallest crowd I've ever played to was like 45 people, which was last night in Tucson. <laughs> right. And I decided, okay, am I going to go out here and be pissed off about the people that aren't here or am I going to go – Thank you. I'm yeah. going to stick around afterwards and meet everybody. Yeah, and, for the people who are fun. here. Right. And that's what I do. And the, the, sec, the truth is, the second I stand on stage, I'm having a blast. Right. And I love being with people. So, you know. And that's it, how it, it is. But you're right. Maybe the word of yeah. mouth. People had a great time. Like, you got to check this but out. But maybe it isn't delusional, but it seemed like it. Right. You know, watching it, you're like, something's not registering here. Like, there's a right. disconnect between the audience and him. There's little Michael Jackson dances. and <laughs> There's a lot of that. It's delusional. So it's, it's so strange, and then you are you find yourself wildly entertained. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like would I go? But not yes. on purpose. We wonder the, ba- we're going. Like the band, the guys that play. One of them was in Meatballs 4 like- with him. That's right. He and he introduces him. He's like, you remember him from Meatballs 4? And I'm like, no one remembers Meatballs 4. Was it 3D? <laughs> no, I, think I, I might have to go back and check. We'll see. Well, uh, Ricky, your, your uh, show tonight uh, is, how long is it, by the way? It's long. Is it? <laughs> well, yeah, don't sell long. it that way. It's but, too long. It's four but, hours. The, the no, first, it's like an hour and a half. No. The first show I did was three and a half hours. Three and a half and then hours. then we cut it because yeah. that's too long. And then it's it's about an hour and fifteen minutes, and then there's a break. Yeah, and then we do about another hour and no it, kidding. Yeah, it's definitely you were just over, that full of over, stories. I didn't say everybody's still there at the end of the show. But I did. <laughs> no, it's 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 a long show. But I'm and I'm and I'm telling this the honest. I I I put myself down more than a lot of people do. Yeah. But it's the one thing that I'm so proud of, and nobody has ever said. God, it was a little bit long. There's like, right. keep on going, keep on going. No kidding. And the show is, I, I mean, I'm very, very proud of this show. And I have a lot of stories about Arizona, about Phoenix area. Yeah. 
and uh, I'm very, very proud of him. I want That's people great. to go to the show, and I promise you, you're going to have a good time, and you're going to hear some stuff you never thought you were going to hear. Have you heard from some of the folks you're talking about saying, hey, I wish you wouldn't tell that story? Not yet. I haven't you worried asked, about that. I haven't. Uh, well, probably the Hollywood shows. I'll tell you yeah. one. Exactly. Uh, There's one story one? I want to so tell you. Don't you. Uh, hold back on names or anything like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. There's a guy. No. Yeah. I mean, there is one guy that some of the stories that I tell about certain musicians, um, I call them and I say, hey, I'm talking about this story. And then they tell me more about it that makes it even better. Right. I mean, everything I say, I'm not making up anything at all in the show. I don't know. I say a lot of stuff about Axel, and and I don't know how he's going to take that when he hears, Not well. hears it. Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't talked to him. I still talk to Slash and Duff all the yeah. time. I haven't talked to Axel, but you know, I'm the first one to admit that I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for Guns N' Roses. Right. They helped me so much. Still, like Slash is still wearing cat house shirts now, yeah. just like Axel used to. Yeah. So. You know, and there, but there's stories about so many bands and and. But you're a little worried, maybe, about Axel. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm well. I'm very worried about what people are going to think. But it'll be my last show, so it's like, don't do it anymore. <laughs> okay, I won't. I don't say anything negative about anybody. But it's um, an embarrassing situation. Trying to think. Tough situation. Yeah, yeah there's a sure. couple people that's the sex, drugs talk, yeah. and you know, but but the the one that the most. Can you Damaging tease us story. with a nugget? Yeah, give, um, give us a little something. Uh, oh, I don't know what to tell. I mean, well, I'll tell you, there is a story that a lot of people know that involves the Cat House, Axl Rose, and David Bowie. But I'm going to tell everybody what really happened because it happened at the Cat House and I was there. And there's stories about, you know, stupid things I did and arrests and drug dealing and fights and jail and was stuff it a, like that. It was a sex story? No, Axel. Oh, oh, so it was a fight. Oh, oh no! Okay, no. Well, some people have heard this story, but please go to the you show. Got to go to the show and find out. That's you, intriguing. You could be that one hundred and one person that's sitting <laughs> over Corey Feldman. I'll be, I'll be like, the, yeah. the Feldman tipping point. Bite this, Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a thing that also they say uh, is uh, going to pull on your heartstrings. Also, there's a moment there's some parts that are very. I mean, as much as I, there's certain things that are just very nostalgic that people like. Oh yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of young people people that are at the shows too which like in chicago i was like these are all young people yeah and there's parts that are funny and i'm very very proud of that but there's also parts that's like people are just like like i tell these stories and the place is silent it's yeah. not silent because nobody's there it's silent because everybody is listening and when you're on stage and you're talking and there's no noise it's like wow i got him i mean right. this is without a doubt the most fulfilled this is this is the greatest thing I've ever done in my career. Yeah. Because when you went to watch Ted Banger's Ball, you wanted to see the bands, you wanted to see the videos. You went to the Cat House, you wanted to see the girls or the bands. When you come see this show, you're coming to see me. Yeah. You know, so that makes me feel very good. And you were our conduit. I guess so. You were our center to all that stuff. Like, you, we, you were who we kind of wanted to be, but didn't have the courage to really be that. And I was also that person that there, if there was something that you didn't like on MTV, you always blamed me, even though right. I never picked a video. It's like, <laughs> why aren't you playing more Slayer? And then somebody's like, why aren't you playing more Slaughter? It's like, oh, it's all Ricky's fault. It's like, I wasn't. It's like, oh, how can you do that? I'm like, because it's a job and it's yeah. cool. Yeah. I get to fly all over the world and meet rock stars. Exactly. I mean, I've met every rock star I could possibly want to meet. Yeah. That's a cool job. You know? And in a way, I look at that like I don't want that. Like I admire that you had fun doing it, but I, every time you meet, so I have a thing. I want to do a podcast called "All Your Heroes Are Assholes," right? Because when you meet them, it changes everything. Whether they're Sometimes. nice or other, not, they're not always mean, but it, it changes your perception. Whatever you've built up isn't going to match. I mean, some people I went in there thinking 
God, I hear such horrible things about Ingve Momstein. I'm like, yeah. oh, I can see why he's a jerk. Or, or like, <laughs> oh, like, like the one time I was like, oh, look, Richie Sambora. Wow, he kind of smells bad, and he's drunk, idiot. I was like, but I'm not. Oh yeah, okay. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So there's certain people that were kind of that were kind of like jerks. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Maybe I caught you on right. a bad day. But if you're an a hole, when I meet you, that's your thing. I'm gonna say that. And yeah. then there's other people that like. I mean, I got to meet Brian Johnson and Angus Young of ACDC. Yeah. They couldn't have been nicer. Ronnie James Dio is one of the most gentlest, kindest yeah. people of ever. And despite what everybody thinks, me and Dave Mustaine always got along. Our even pals. though he always gave me a hard time on TV. Always. No, Mustaine hates me. Huh? And that's probably over now. But I went to lunch with him because I made fun of him once on this show. And he called for a lunch because he was in town. And we had to sit at lunch. And he goes, you know, I still shred. And I'm like, I never said, what's going on here? Because I thought it was just going to be a let's meet. And he was mad right. about, like, you know I'm a legend. You're attacking you your really own. Yeah, oh, it was, we're sitting at this sushi lunch. And then we had to go listen to him play guitar for a while. It was the strangest thing I've ever been a part of, and I laugh at it to this day. And I'm like, is he trying to win me over, or is he telling me I hate you? Upset. I mean, what upset was the uh, the impression? Well, I wasn't doing it until then. I wasn't doing an impression. Maybe I will tell you this because I I truly do love Dave Mustaine. Yeah, I think that everybody's had times in their career. What they weren't in a good place, and yeah. especially when it's often it. on drugs, you don't know where everybody is. I mean, you know, if I meet somebody, I don't care if they're high or not high. If they're right. a jerk, I will call them out yeah. on it. But I know that there was a time when I was a meth head that I probably wasn't the kindest person ever. Yeah, there might have been a time I met you and I'm like, what's going on? And that's kind of how I felt. I was like, what's going on with this guy? It wasn't yeah. a normal interaction. Well, there's certain people you just meet. You're like, this guy's really out there. This yeah, guy's just like there's there's some. But I've I've always liked Dave, and I've also yeah. seen him in in different. Yeah. yeah, he's a redhead. He's all over the place. You never know. They're you wired trust different. That. Yeah, that's what, that's what that's what it must <laughs> it's be. Just a re- it must it's be. a crazy. And thing. I'm glad that like we don't have a big feud because I really like Megadeth. Yeah. So I'm glad that we don't have like a big feud. There's Alice yeah. Cooper lives out here. There's a lot of Alice Cooper stories at my show. Are there? Yeah. Nita Strauss. Come? Nita Strauss showed up at our show in New Orleans, which was really nice. cool. And who else showed up at some of the shows so far? Like guys in Code Orange, guys in Life of Agony. Um, just people like show up that I'm like, oh, that guy showed and up. Is there a time you'd look in the audience and see somebody and you're like, I don't want them here for the for what's about to happen? Other than no. like, maybe actually you're all right no. with everybody no. hearing it. Yeah. Like it I would mean, make you nervous to see somebody. You're like, he's there because you know he's there to go. What are you saying? Hollywood will happen. Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. I want to go to the Hollywood And show. Hermosa Beach. Yeah. Um, my, my father, my Which mother, the last my stepfather. Your last parents shows. don't know. My, Oh my! I mean, it's weird to talk about like porn stars and crystal meth. And it's like, hi, mom. You know, but they know that I had a path, a history, but not the details. No, they. I don't think they knew that I was dealing drugs at one time. But they look at me and like, you know, he's all right now. I'm doing okay. You yeah. know, I'm happily married with a nice house, and I sure. paid most of my bills. And you know, <laughs> most of them. Yeah. That's all of us, right? I'm, on the, the I'm, a, I'm almost on the level of Corey Feldman when it comes to draws. So they're like, okay, it's okay. You You're going to crush Corey Feldman. There's no question about That's that. That's my next t-shirt. That- I crushed Corey Feldman. <laughs> that should be one. I bought a shirt at his show. Of course well, you did. I, you why, have to, right? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, if I had a Corey Feldman shirt, I would be rocking that shirt right now. <laughs> You know, I'll let you borrow mine, and you can huh? wear it on stage. Today. Did it come with matching shorts like your? No, Cabana no, no, it's not Cabana team. Corey. I, I, wish, I, I wish that'd be a people. smart move. I wish you people could see what he's wearing right now, because part of it is like, uh, and the other part is like, it's kind of comfortable. Yeah, no, you're do envious, you, and also like, I could, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm like looking at it like mm, you, you know that yeah. you've got matching shorts and t-shirts. It looks shirt, like something either something horrible's happened. 
and I had to borrow clothes to leave that situation, or I'm going someplace incredibly fun. Or you lost the bet. Or that. There's yeah, a lot of that. Right. Yeah, there's a whole Do bunch you own of that. Crocs? The guy that started. No Crocs. Do you no, own Crocs? Take it back. That's like having a minivan, Ricky. The guy that started Granimals. Grew up. The guy that started Granimals. Grew up. And this is yeah, this is, I'm Granimal Man. I am kind of that guy. Hippo meets hippo. It yeah, works. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I'm punk rock. I put a hippo with a tiger. <laughs> Ricky Most Rackman people are saying, did. like, what's a Granimal? Uh, he's got one foot in the gutter tour is happening at Marquee tonight. If you want to go over there, check it out. Marquee.com and uh, at 90 kupdcom as well. And uh, Racing Rocks was something you did for 20 ages, years. 20 years. And you say you never were on TV. Somebody just said, this guy needs to be on TV. And that's just it's just crazy serendipity, I guess. It just kind of it's, falls and hits you, and you're good at it. That's the key. Yeah. I mean, right now, there is bitterness that sometimes I see, like, everybody getting all these jobs, hosting all these shows. And I'm like, why am I not hosting yeah. shows? Why am I not doing this? But sometimes you got to think, like, because I'm not doing that, maybe something else. I mean, Racing Rocks ended right when I had this idea of going on tour. I couldn't have done both. So Racing Rocks ended, which sucked because that was my income. But I was able to do these one foot in the gutter tours, which has been like, I yeah. still don't believe. You know, it's like, oh, I got to wake up at like 7 a.m. after driving all night to be on KUPD. I'm like, no, I get to go be on KUPD yeah. again yeah, awesome. to talk about my tour. I love saying the word yeah. tour. I say it all the time. You know, I'm this on is tour. my 34th show. And it's, mm-hmm. and I have a, I have tour t shirts. How cool is that? That's awesome. That's so cool. That is really cool. What is, has anybody shown up and surprised you? Like, wow, I didn't expect this person to be here. There's a couple of old guys that had worked at, at Cat House that have showed up. Um, I was pretty surprised that Nita showed up. Yeah. Um, especially because she just bought a ticket and showed up in New Orleans. She's, didn't call you first, so, didn't contact, no, just no, showed up. She's awesome. That's cool. And uh, I'm trying to think of, I mean, you know, we've been playing some kind of weird towns, and now it's slowly coming home. Like, I know a lot of people that are showing up tonight, yeah. and a lot of people that are showing up in Hermosa, and Hollywood sold out two weeks ago. That's awesome. So, and then I'm going to end, I had a show in Flagstaff. After that, I'm like, no, I'm going to just cancel the show. Take the loss and end it all in Hollywood because yeah. that's going to be like – That's where it needs to end. It's going to be like – I mean yeah. every day like somebody's, hey, I'm going to be there too. People from MTV or people from rock and roll or yeah. people from anything. And uh, I'm really, really proud of the show and I hope people show up at the marquee tonight because it's really a big place. So if yeah. you go – Stretch your arms. And <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of room for you to make, make space, right? Yeah, <laughs> make it look crazy. But it doesn't matter if there's sixty or six hundred. I'm gonna have a blast. Yeah. What What are you listening to right now? Um, I still listen to a lot of old stuff. I started listening to new heavier, more heavy music. One One band that's not really heavy, but is really cool is this band called Unto Others, Unto and they're like metal, but they have this kind of like new romantic type of feel, like yeah. like like new wave same metal. And I still listen to. I mean. To me, at my age, it's like, yeah, I'm listening to a lot of b- new bands that have been around like 15 <laughs> right. years, you know? I mean, I I got in, I got into a Monomarth because it was, the mo- it was the most fun show I've ever been to. Yeah. But I also listened to like, you know, I listened to a little Yacht Rock maybe once oh, in a while. Oh, isn't that the I, best? I, it, it's, it's an age good. thing too where you just, you, like you stop dismissing other things. Oh, yeah. Like because everything, it's just not cool. Like stuff that sucks so bad, it's like, oh, this is kind yeah. of fun, you know? Yeah. I checked but out I Yachtly to... Crew about oh. four months ago. Right. They tour around and they cover all those songs, but it is, yeah. It, I went to one Yacht Rock festival and I, it wasn't a festival, it was a big show and I was by it and I go, let's go in there. And it was, and I remember that Yacht Rock caters to all the people 
that would like want to kick my ass at school. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I forgot Yacht Rock was listening to all preppies and all those 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 people that had beamers it and is, nice jobs. I'm like, what the hell am I thinking? Yeah. Going to a place that everybody hated me back then. Now they're just older. Yeah, you yeah. know. But it was still kind of fun, you know. Yeah, and, you never know. I might I might crank out a little. Michael McDonald. Do you have any stories show. about Michael McDonald? Like maybe in tonight's show, you could bring up the one time you and Michael went out and did meth. <laughs> Just make it up. That would be. You know what I was thinking? I was What's like, that? that might make me go back to doing meth if I could do meth with Michael McDonald. <laughs> but no, I've never done. I've never met Michael McDonald. But I'm telling you, because I love KPD, I promise you. I will throw some Michael McDonald into yeah, the show. Absolutely. And <laughs> I know, look, I'm serious. I'm, just I'm serious. Up. People that go to the show, I want them to call you tomorrow and say, like, no, Michael McDonald was really in the one foot in the gutter. He was in every song. And he's on, he's on the phone. Hurricane, let's go out tonight. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to be there, man. And then the next thing you know. Next Shine thing you sweet know, freedom. Yeah, you're, I, mean, you're I want to go, but, you know, I've got such a long way to go yeah. to get to Phoenix. And, oh, Ricky, yeah, Rick, Rick, It would oh. be great. Uh, yeah, Ricky, this is awesome. And I'm... I'm Nothing but the best success for you. Thank That's you. All I really like. So great. I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying this. People know on my social media. I love the station. Absolutely. I've always had a Thank lot you. of, and I appreciate everybody. And, and I'm so happy that I got to do your show oh, thanks, because uh, Corey did your show. No, it, uh, he well, wouldn't he wake get up, up for it. So there's another. There <laughs> we tried to do it at one or twelve. Those <laughs> were the two because the limo and he didn't have enough. Security. There's a lot of that. There was some yeah. of that. I'm like, are we really? kidding? We're breaking our neck for Corey. It was the Feldman? Uber. It was the Uber. That he asked if I go to my show and it's like, God, it's 110 out, and there's Ricky Rackman. Carrying a bag of T-shirts. No, I'm, <laughs> you're humping I, it, man. I, I, the reason that that we do the load in and hired my wife as my tour manager is because it saves money. Yeah, and anybody else would have quit already. Because so it's is like, it Ricky Rackman's spoken word, the T-shirt, or, or you yeah, what's a the shirt? But we sell cat house shirts still. Cat but it says Ricky Rackman's one foot in the gutter, and I never wear a shirt with my name on it. Like I've never worn a cat house shirt that has my name. I just won't wear shirts with my name on it. Yeah, some weird. people that I know that are in bands that I wear shirts with their face on it. That's just weird. Yeah, but I would wear this shirt because it's such a badass shirt. Cool like shirt. one sort of looks like Motorhead, one sort of looks like Rat Fink, and just says Ricky Rackman's one foot in the gutter with all the tour dates. And just to make that shirt was like, wow, you know, you sit back and you're like, I got a tour shirt. Yeah. You know, it's really that's cool. awesome. Yeah, that's cool. CatHouseHollywood.com. You can check that and probably get yes. the merch there too. Yeah, absolutely. Not the tour shirts. You Not get the tour shirts, shirts, but a bunch of stuff. Show. All right, there you go. Right. Uh, always awesome. Leave us with words of wisdom, Ricky Rackman. Tell the world, change the world in some way, shape, or form. You never know when you're going to have the best time in your life. You never know. Wow. Like, I remember my mom saying to me, you know, uh, I was saying, you know, it's kind of sad that I think that the 90s were the best time of my life. Like, the 90s were so great for me, and the 80s were so great for me. And I, it was hard going a decade thinking the best is behind me. Right. But the truth is, like, the best time I'm having right now is this. It's like, up this to you. Is, it's not – there's not a lot of money to be made in this at all. But it's like when I get on stage and I get to share these stories with people in the audience, it's really cool. Yeah. It's really, really cool. And I'm honestly having the best time of my life right now, and you never know. What about streaming it or something like Netflix or eh, one of those guys? Have they maybe, offered it? Or you maybe think? one day. Maybe yeah. one day I will. Oh, and the other advice – don't do meth. <laughs> there we go. I was going to say, meth. I thought you were going to say, I am too funny, Trip. Screw you. But you didn't throw that bomb. And I, I'll tell him that I no, think Ricky's funny, Trip too. let me come into the station. So. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I, I let you come in. He fought tooth that. and nail. <laughs> <laughs>
I just let's let's let Trip. We will not have Ricky in here ever. No, Ricky, come into my office. Awesome, Uh, Ricky. Thank you so much, Ricky Rackman. One foot in the gutter tonight at the Marquee Theater. If you want to go over there, you can get tickets at CatHouseHollywood.com. You go to Marquee. uh, You go to our website. All sorts of stuff. Thank you, man. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Ricky Rackman. Everybody, Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? A nicer person you won't meet. Ricky Ragman's a good dude and just uh, hilarious. His story about Trip telling him he's just not funny. And that is such (laughs) a Trip moment. Like our our man Trip Reed Ricky, you're just, you're not funny. Sorry. Adam is funny. You are Ricky Ragman. So uh, I guess I got your job then. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> it's great. Ricky Ragman uh, tonight. And it is interesting. I got an email from Kyle that says, uh, says, man, I wish I didn't have plans tonight. Ricky Ragman's show sounds great, but it's a friend's birthday. In the same email, he changes his mind, doesn't erase anything. He goes, ah, screw it. That bitch has one of those every year. <laughs> All right, there you go. Kyle's going to the show. Yeah, the friend's birthday. Odds of her having another are super duper high. Get her next year. Plus, tomorrow, it's close enough. Everybody wished Brett a happy birthday on the wrong day. What's the problem with this? Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a fun show. And if you have uh, if you were part of the uh, the rock and roll world in that uh, era, it's for you. Thinking about going. I am, too. I yeah. should go. I go. Right. It's just the only the only thing that holds me back from anything is late. Yeah. I know you're not going. Don't worry about that. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'll be in bed by the time it starts. <laughs> I'm thinking, if yeah. I can get a little nappy pappy in. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not... I'm not hauling your bones out of there at 10.30. Somebody's got to carry me. My legs are all maul-legged. <laughs> We're not keeping you in that. And you quickly answered, yeah, after I said late. Yeah. <laughs> that was, it's on your brain. You'll nestle. I can't have you sitting next to me sleeping. We'll keep you up. Get you some Adderall. Pop you. Rallied up for a uh, skid row. You did do that. And you were a mess the next day, too. No, I uh, yes, yeah, you, you were. were. I was so you, were, you weren't real sharp the next <laughs> kind day. Kind and gentle. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think it's an... We're not going, Brett. We should all not go. Oh, yeah. yeah no, we no, should no. probably... It's too late for me. I'm not going. It's too late for all of us, yes. I think. A responsible thing to do would be... Absolutely. ...go to bed at a reasonable hour. I'm going. I'll meet you at 9.30. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, if you want to do that. We got Rock Wars. And you got a lot on your mind right now. You got a topic? Yeah. From this morning. Oh, boy. Is it about the golf tournament? Nope. Okay. What do you got? Negotiation. Oh, Oh, okay. uh, All right, go ahead. You have to explain it. A song that's appropriate for um, keeping each other accountable in the relationship. Basically, if she she becomes... um, Obese? A pig. (laughs) Or that. Yeah. (laughs) Pig triggers. Pig trigger song to play when your wife has hit... The when she hears this, it's like, threshold. hey, it's time to uh, drop some LBs. This is the song you would have playing to, to trigger the contract that says you're no longer getting 50% of this. You've, you've, you've hit come, the pig trigger. Yeah, you've pig. gone over the 50. You've That's gone easy. under the 50. I got one right now. We're going to ban Green Jello. Oh, yeah. Right, that's yeah. out. And I know, Brady, you might find that in a second. Green Jello. I think he's going Ray that. Charles at the road, Jack. <laughs> that could be. Ray Charles used to have that thing where he felt girls' wrists. Oh, I yeah. love that. That's the best part of the movie. All right, Rock Wars coming up. Uh, if you want to help out, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. A song to let your spouse know 
they've uh, they're no longer attractive to you anymore. The pig trigger has sounded, <laughs> and the song plays, and then you know this is a theme song for our new company, Pig Triggers, where we help you and your uh, loved ones stay accountable and stay attractive to each other. Ricky and his wife, very attractive people. They're keeping it accountable for each other. The way Brett said, he told Medea when they first got together, you turn into, his words, not mine, you turn into a pig, I'm leaving. (laughs) And then she texts, it's true, he told me that very same thing. But she said the same thing, if I lose my hair or hit 300, she's out too. Now losing the hair, that's a You went in without your hair though. Yeah, but You went in without. You can't help no, it. No, but just no, happens. I yeah. accept it. So you'll go for a hair piece? I got no problem. All right, enough of that. All right. But you'll go for a nice uh, hair piece if it starts losing? Would you get the transplants? You'd have to do that to save it, right? Or you I just guess. take your lumps and get the hell out of there? I take my lumps get the hell out of there. Start over as a bald guy. All right. It's not so bad, Brett. Medea, you... I'm going to John Jamie. Bigot. <laughs> yeah, we could John Jay some hair on that. <laughs> uh, if you want to help, Holmberg at 98kpd.com, or you can call 585-9800. Rock Wars is next. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. It's time for the weekly battle of musical supremacy known only as Rock Wars. I don't have my papers. Brought to you by our friends got at Mo Money Pond. Oh, Larry's got him. Ten or one hundred thousand dollar loans. They got that. Is that approved by legal? I don't know. <laughs> you can get in there and do all sorts of stuff like that with loans, and the whole process just takes several, several minutes. minutes. Uh, Mo Money Pond. Allegedly. Mo <laughs> <Indian>. It's a rumor. <laughs> Without it in front of me, I can't read it word for word. I just remember the several minutes part. They'll help you out. Good people over there. They'll explain it to you. <laughs> yeah, ask them. What are you bothering me for? I'm just telling you where they are. They'll do all the work. Hit up Byron. Yeah, that's right. It's his birthday, so you get don't that, get a break on get loans. That special. That's exactly right. <laughs> you don't get a break on loans. We'll break your loan. Volume. That's what we work in. Uh, it is time now for Iraq Wars. The topic uh, we talked about it this morning, based on a story I saw about a guy who fell in love with his car. Like uh, 15 years ago, he was on My Strange Addiction, banging his car. That's, somebody like, was asking what the yeah, name of the show was. Making out with his car. Oh, this was just an internet follow-up. And then they showed the clips from My Strange Addiction. You can still see that. Oh, so you got to find I don't remember okay. his name, but you can dig around and find that. And he's making out with his car. <clears throat> it's some British thing. I get on these British uh, rabbit holes. And he's making And then they find somebody found out that he crashed his car. Now, on the show, he was in love with the car. They had their own song. Uh, he was telling everybody how he made love to it. Uh, it was... It's like J.G.'s dad in the denim wagon? It was weird. The curves on that 98 Monte Carlo. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, uh, I love this car. He totaled it. The insurance car, he got into a little fender bender and it totaled it. So he lost the love of his life. And we thought, wouldn't it be great if you could total out your spouse? Like at a certain point, you total it. So Brady came up with this, uh, a theme song for our idea to have marriage insurance, where when she gets a little too thick, you can total her out and start over. It's a good topic, too. I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> I wasn't either. Yeah. Brady came strong. And women, you could total us men out. Like, yeah. Brett, Brett loses his hair. That's a deal breaker yeah, for me. Or 300 pounds, yeah. Evidently. She didn't know what she's missing. <laughs> Nothing better than reaching up and feeling that dolphin skin. Yeah. But that's all right, Medea. Mm. All right. Who would you like to go first, Brady? Brett, open it up. Brett, open. All right. Well, one of the lines in this song, it's not the line that I'm going to play, but it's basically, uh, <laughs> it's too late. She asked me for a date before I'd F, I'd rather masturbate. Oh. Uh, the name of the band is 
Methods of Destruction, M.O.D. The song is Spandex Enormity. Oh, jeez. I got to hit one right away. Yeah. Right? Are so, you playing it? Who's yeah, playing, I'm playing it? it. I'm okay, playing it. I'm playing it. So uh, this is right. basically, basically calling you a pig. Right. But There you go. These words are brutal. <laughs> what a beast. Her ass alone would be a beast. And her love to be. Spandex Enormity is involved in Brett's song. <laughs> Any song that starts off with what a f- beast might fit this topic for Can't you see me? Come, come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I could see you saying that. <laughs> Terrible. But I like it. Well done. Uh, me or you? you, you me go next. Well, I think that's just rude. You pussy. I do. I don't think, because I might be on the other end of that someday. I don't want somebody to have a... You should know better. What an effing beast song for me to let me know that I've let myself slide. If you're in spandex, the three of us will tell you. I, oh, yeah. That's very true. Spandex and Normandy Johnny is possible next summer. But it goes for yoga pants, Summer too, spandex. So. Mm, maybe. Mac Weldons? The Mac Weldons aren't spandex, but boy, if I came in here in some, some here tights. You're pushing it? I could do it. Some ballet pants. I think she needs motivation. Now, I'm talking from my perspective, not hers. She needs a role model. She needs a role model. Now I get Nothing it. screams role model to lose some weight than this lady right here. Every time. Karen Carpenter. <laughs> and just like, I just want to be with you. I want to be close to you. But not like this. Carpenter up a little bit and fix this. <laughs> you got a new idol. On the day that you were born, the angels got together then. What a voice. Unencumbered by extra weight or food in her mouth. That's the one. When that plays in the house, the wife might know, oh, he's brought my idol back in. People have an update for you. John, I hate that I know this, but his car was at the mechanic and the lift collapsed oh, on that's his right. car. That's right. Not it total. wasn't even an accident. It, yeah, it got screwed up when he was getting her fixed. I forgot. It's like taking her to the, the frame. It's like taking your wife to the OBGYN and he opens her up too much. I broke her. Oh, She's no. totaled. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that part. That's right. It wasn't because I just remember it was all scuffed up. I don't remember. Because I know he didn't wreck it, but that's right. It was on the lift and it got busted. <laughs> and it was too much, too expensive to fix. They're like, it's totaled. We bent it. It's bad. Anyway, so Karen Carpenter, uh, just like me, they long to be close to you. Brady, what's yours? I went along the lines that it's also a motivational song because, <laughs> and she can also have her motivational song if, if I went on that other if, side. or during. <laughs> right. Well, this isn't going to be good for both. <laughs> and right. I went along the lines of uh, Brett's motive too, but I went with Steel Panther, Fat Girl. All right. I don't think that's you knew. the part when he fell in love with her after like I still love you. You just uh she blows. Yeah. Alright. That's too nice of a song. Yeah, it's too sweet. And he's talking about loving her. What's well, tough news to deliver? It's talking no, it's about not. you no. tell it how it is. <laughs> yeah, you call her a F and beast. Yeah. You play a little Karen Carpenter. Yeah. You don't go in there and go, you want to shoot my baby gravy on your face, you'll eat it. <laughs> you're just adding more that's calories. True. Yeah, you're not helping anything. Yeah. Protein. Too much protein. protein. She doesn't need protein. protein right now. Never have too that much protein. That lady needs to. Yes, you can. It's the vegetables. 
<laughs> Brady, you can't tell people. You need more. Pro- Stop it. <laughs> you don't tell people you can never have too much protein. Don't take and it's that not, advice. Uh, huh? Just it's just teaspoon. All right, calm oh, down. Geez. Now, listen. Dirty Brady. Look at this guy. Maybe yeah. for you. That's plenty. Maybe wow. for you. Mine's a baby bottle. I'm decorating. Oh, Call yeah, me Peter yeah. North. Yeah, we're spackling over here. You have to drip your on, on her wrist first to make sure I don't choke her to death with the heat. I dribble a little on the inner part of her arm. What's the matter with you? You make me sick. Anyway, will it be... Uh, Spinal Tap, that's who Brady chose. Steel Uh, Panther. Steel Panther, that's my baby, there she blows. Uh, Will it be Brett's choice of band I don't remember? Spandex Enormity from M.O.D. Spandex Enormity, great song. Uh, Will it be the great Karen Carpenter giving hint after hint visually while she sings beautifully throughout the house on a loop? John, if Karen Carpenter and Mama Cass had shared that ham sandwich, they'd both be alive (laughs) today. We've gotten a lot more soft, soft music. And wieners as well, because, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in between those two lays the perfect woman. Uh, it's 945. You want to help out. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. That's how you vote. You can text 97936. You can uh, get on Facebook and vote, or you can uh, call 585-9800. We'll take a last call or maybe even a best of five in the mix. Vote for it right now. Find out who wins Rock Wars next. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning KUPD. In the heart of Rock Wars. Late, but not too late. Close, though. Uh, the song for our... Amazing new idea to have a, kind of an insurance policy on relationships where you can total out and you lose points and gain points based on your performance and behavior for divorce. So when you're ready to split up, if you didn't hold your end of the weight, so to speak, <laughs> uh, or you hold too much of it, or you're holding way too much yeah. of it, you lose you lose some of the divorce decree. It's like a prenup without a prenup. Only everybody deals with phenomenal stuff. Brett chose Spandex Enormity by M.O.D. <laughs> Come on, man. Brady chose uh, Steel Panther. Thar She Blows. Just funny. And I chose Karen Carpenter. Uh, close to you. Because she needs a role model. Just to let that lady know. Or man. But most likely not. <laughs> it's time to start thinking about sizes of things. Uh, this guy says, great picks all around, but I'm voting for whatever the hell Brett's pick was. That just sounded hilarious, and I'm adding it to my Apple playlist. That's right. MOD's going to go, hey, man, we had a spike. <laughs> lunch, is, lunch is on me. I'm going with you, Homer. This guy, this is this is an ulterior motive email. It says, I'm going with you, Homer. Karen Carpenter, by the way, uh, my dad used to jam with Karen and her brother Richard back in the day. And my dad and Karen might have gotten a little squirrely, but he won't talk about it. Ah, oh, it's too bad, because then, then we know if she swallowed or not. Oh, <laughs> all right. We only answer that, don't we? All right. Hey, thank you. Thanks for the email. Thanks a lot, Christian. It's uh, 954, 102 in the Big Valley. <laughs> uh, this one says, uh, John, are you throwing Rock Wars this week? The Carpenters? Bet MGM must be taking bets on Rock War and you got money on Bert because my vote's for that Italian this week. Only because Brady will hear his playing uh, the moment he gets home, courtesy of Ronnie. Ronnie is the one who's going to play whatever's on. <laughs> The only uh, way you'd throw it to an Italian is if you've got something that you owe Brett. Yeah, that's very He's true. Calling in the I marker. Have to, I have He's to vote for in Brett. The marker. I gotta say, vote for Brett. I'm like, oh, this is all rigged. 
Now, this one is from Sean Phils. It says, Karen Carpenter by a slim margin. Thank you. It's a Brady joke. Uh, Karen Carpenter is great, but Miss Piggy's not going to get the hint when that song comes on. She's just going to want to slow dance. Brady, great use of the Google machine, but not funny enough. Christ on a crutch. Bert comes out swinging the lyrics, kick you in the face right away. Get your fat ass on the Stairmaster. Hit the road, baby. (laughs) Brett gets my vote. Yeah, Brett ran away with the emails. 11 to 2 for me and 1 for Brady. And then uh, what do you got over on the other ones? Uh, You came in with 8% of the vote. Well, that's not good. And uh, Brett's running away with it. Yeah, 64% of it. All right. Well, screw it. One through five. One through five, John Gordon. Number one. Number one is email. Oops, and that's sorry. very clearly Bert's win today. Oh, so right. MOD gets played. And my fingers get to work. Yes, I got to pull up the lyrics. Bring up the lyrics. Give me some MOD. Spandex Enormity. That's what we'll be playing uh, for the person who... There's you know, a lot of it out there. There is a lot of it out there. And maybe it goes people, for yoga pants, too. This exactly is an older song, right. so yoga pants is included. Right. Lululemons are involved in this. Not just the old-fashioned spender. Just to let your spouse or loved one know, I see it, and we need to do something about it. The theme song for that uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, do you even need to say anything? If she comes home and that song's playing, that should be enough said, right? Why are you playing this? And just stare at her. Come on. Come on. You know why I'm playing this. You're a planet. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. It's MOD's Spandex and Normandy. I've never heard this before, but I like it's it. It's interesting. Brett's the big winner this week. Congratulations. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Fantastic, Congratulations. You deserve that win. Thank That's fantastic. You. I have not heard that. Surprisingly, John Gordon, the puppeteer of Larry's show, breaks out uh, the guitar in the studio and starts playing this. Oh, yeah. Evidently, he was in a band that played this song regularly. Good on you. Very impressive. She left in tears to the sound of my cheers or something like that. That's great. By my cheers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. All right. Spandex and Norman. I've not heard that. If I have, I forgot. <laughs> What's the line? She left in tears to the sound of my cheers. Followed by my cheers. Oh, that's... Her chubby little fingers would grab my ass. <laughs> Why me? Why is it always me? Go talk to Nick. <laughs> I can help. No, I cannot help. She's fat. <laughs> that is hilarious. And just so politically correct. It says what we're thinking, and that's why I like it. Anyway, thank you, Brett. Congratulations. A thank solid you. win today thank for you. Rock Wars for Brett. Brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pond, 12th Street and Indian School. You can get all of her old clothes there. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. Brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And again, uh, if you want to get in on this thing, I look at it like this. If you want to start learning self-defense, you got to do it the right way. Uh, the first level is like freshman year. It's the blue level, and it's eight months, and it's outstanding. And the training is amazing. You can do whatever you want in those eight months. The price is 169 bucks. They don't care about telling you. That's how much it costs to get in there a month. And uh, that breaks down to about a buck a class. Now, you're not going to probably take all those classes, but let's say you take advantage of all the things that they've got. It's so much cheaper than anywhere else. And you're uh, privy to all their um, uh, the stuff they do, like on the side, all the, what do they call those? What's the word I'm blanking on? You know, like the active seminars, seminars that you can get involved in. Uh, and they got that to just members. There's, they have some they open to the public, and most of them are just for people who are part of the, the whole uh, 
to do out there. So it's pretty awesome stuff. And you can be in great shape in no time. So I don't want to hear anybody saying, oh, crawl, walk, run. What does that mean? It means that whatever you're doing today, you can do what they teach you that day and just get better at it day to day. And you got to take advantage of this because the price is ridiculous. Uh, also, they got hammered yesterday at tacticalblackvault.com from all you musician people. I don't know if you pulled anything out of them. They, they got break the uh, server. Didn't break it, but they're like, man, we're getting pounded over here. So t- check out tacticalblackvault.com, especially you guitar players, and check out all the stuff they're offering there. Josh makes some amazing things. So many things to look at. Reactdefense.com, going to get you in better shape, turn you into a sheepdog rather than being a sheep. And it's just as simple as going to their website, reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Brady. Megan Fox announced she's releasing her first poetry book on November 7th. That's what I want. It's called Pretty Boys Are Poisonous. She's topless in it. I mean, that's yeah, all anybody right. cares about. No, I don't want to yeah. read your prose. She says she spent her entire life keeping the secrets of men and carrying the weight of their sins. She decided to get rid of those. Again, about the oh, so she's got a little right. cuckoo. The illness Jeez. has taken wow. root in me because of my silence. Whoa. My freedom lives in these pages. I hope my words can inspire others to take back their happiness and their identity. That's nice. Is it a pop-up book or not? Yeah. Nope. For her, it would be. For me, it would According be. to our publisher, we can es- expect over 70 heartbreaking and dark poems no. that show her wicked humor. I, and she's probably pretty funny and stuff, and I'd like to get to know her if that's what she's into. But, uh, you know, when it comes to publications, I like what she's been doing lately on Yahoo, which is crawling around in the jungle with her pants off. That seems to be what I need from her right now in my life. And she's nailing it, by the way. I don't know if you've been paying attention. Uh-huh. Go to her Instagram page. All she does is crawl around naked now. So, As far as her book, though, I mean, we, we got to bring Jay Cutler in. Don't yeah, care. Yeah, don't care. I don't care about your poems. I wrote a book of poems. Oh, my God. The hot girl wants me to read her book. Is there a she center part with those weird pages? Like, you could tell in old books, like, there are 12 or 13 pages in the middle that were pictures. I always yeah, turn to those yeah, first. Yeah, you go right to those. She Give probably, me some of that. I'll read a couple. I can't read it herself. You think she's not smart enough? Yeah, she's a dope. <laughs> Why do you but say that? But a hot that? one. But I don't a think hot she's one. a dope. But yeah, she's not dope. She knows what she. She knows where the bread's buttered. It's not in a book. No, it isn't poetry. That's for sure. I mean, she's been crawling around naked oh, on yeah. her Instagram. Oh, she's a smoke show. Crazy lately. She she looks so mean. We oh, had her on the show. There we go. Oh my goodness. We had her on the show a while ago, and she was so nice and fun. Was she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was great. She's in awesome. studio? Or? That's my favorite on one. Oh, okay. That picture of her on that tree is by far my favorite That's because that's a Dua Lipa look right there. No, I'm not looking that's at her. I just noticed yeah. she had a head, Brett. I'm looking at the <laughs> other end there. Look at that. That's just an awesome pose. I don't need a commercial. Mm. That's pretty good stuff. Anyway, yeah. But she's, she, got, she's got resting mean girl face. Yeah. Go ahead. The AV Club ranked the best comedy albums of all time. Ever? The what? Yeah. Of forever, ever? The top five. The albums or specials? Uh, the albums. Richard Pryor's got to be like... Live on the Sunset Strip. That wasn't, his best, that wasn't his best one. Delirious. It was number one. Delirious is a top fiver. They have uh, Delirious... Well, his other one—I think his other one's called Comedian, and it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Well, they put it at number one live at the uh, Delirious. Should be in the top no, I'm five. talking about Delirious and Comedian. He's got Raw and Delirious. I'm sorry, Raw and Delirious are basically the same. Well, there was one before Delirious that one that had Comedian. Boogie in your butt and all that yeah. stuff on it. Hilarious. Yeah. Eddie well, Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Class Clown number two. George Carlin. George Carlin. 
the button-down mind of Bob Newhart, number three. Brilliant stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard 1960. that one. Yeah. yeah, really funny. But 1960 funny. Oh, okay. A Night at the Met, Robin Williams, 1986. Comedian, Eddie Murphy, yeah. number five. So comedian, they didn't put Delirious on that and Comedians on? No, huh. not in the top ten. They had uh, "Shut Up Your Effing," "Shut Up You Effing Baby," David Cross at number six. No respect, Rodney Dangerfield oh. seven. Let's get small, Steve Martin. As far as impactful weird stuff, let's get small is pretty amazing. Bigger and blacker, Chris Rock. Great. That was and number one. ten was comedy minus one. Albert Brooks, nineteen seventy three. I love Albert Brooks. I didn't. Even, I've never heard that either. Interesting. That's a strange list because I think it would you know, obviously vary for anybody, but mm-hmm. it's pretty much the standards on that one. MTV Video Music Award nominees are here in the rock category. Rock Best Rock Video, Foo Fighters, The Teacher, Linkin Park, Lost, the original version, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Tip of My Tongue, Manskin. Manskin. The Loneliest. Metallica, Man. yeah, is that is that that's yeah, not that's, that is, that's begging. The loneliest is a different song, right? Oh, that's but I'm saying that. Uh, I'm begging, begging you, you, you. Oh, that song drives me bananas. They won that Eurovision. I, I know. I run to my tonal because in the background you can have when that pops on. I run to hit the next button and then thumbs down, thumbs down, thumbs down, and it still <laughs> pops up every third or fourth workout. Drives me insane. All right, there you go. That's about it for us, eh? No, uh, we're going anybody. Go, uh, can't go to Ricky Rack. No, I'll be sleeping. too late. We'll all be in bed. No, right? Be right. Yeah. right. Sleep. Right. What time are we figuring on going to sleep, boys? Around I'm going to probably get to sleep about eight and get out of there about eleven. Gotcha, you guys gotcha, are staying okay, up late. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's no, no, going no, that's to bed. Going to sleep. Yeah, going to sleep, Brady. Yeah. At eight, eight. Right. Not that's what I'm saying. That's late. Was that too late for you? We'll get you to bed. We just can't have your. We can't risk tomorrow being. Brett's going to be out in the van. I can't have you yeah. stammering around in here, making a mockery of words. It's already bad enough. If you want to go, you can go, but we don't recommend it. I'll think about it. Maybe Kirby will want to go. Then you'll head out. She's already got tickets. <laughs> He'll charge up. I love Ricky Rackman, darling. He's very funny. What's the chips enough? Uh, <laughs> you don't want to know. Uh, that's it for us. We're done. Thanks to Ricky Rackman for popping in. You can go see a show tonight over at Marquee. Uh, we're not going to do that at 8 o'clock no. tonight. I'll be, I'll be sleeping. My friend, oh, Chris, my friend Chris texts and my buddy Brian texts also. They're going to be sleeping. Uh, they're also going to be asleep there at 8 o'clock yeah, as well. I'm, so we'll talk to them about I'm that. I'm so proud of these guys. Um, we're done. You guys have yourselves a great Wednesday. Be kind to Larry. He's coming up next. So long. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. And yes, can you beat it?